It's Off Exit 10, presented by Capital District Sport and Fitness. But the pre-workout energy drink industry, like when we first got into it, uh, it was just like powders, right? You just put the powder in, you shake it up, and that was well, that. Yeah, yeah, I was in college. Well, yeah. it was pre-workout. Like, we, he was talking just pre-workout. There's obviously Monster and Red Bull. Like, that right. was around. But then, like, the pre-workout stuff, you had, like, the C4, Jack 3D. C4 is it. And Jack. Yeah, Jack 3D was, like, the big one that got banned forever. Cause that was a little, little rough. It was a little, little intense. Some illegal substances in there. Yeah, how do you deal with that with kids? Because kids come in chugging those now, and I'm like, I, we know it's not good for you. You mm-hmm. don't, you know, as a 14, 15 year old kid, like you don't yeah, need yeah. 300, you don't need 200, 300 milligrams. Yeah, yeah. We probably don't either, but we do it just because we're not getting our sleep, and we probably should be. But we never talk to the kids about it in here. You're like, dude, it's like not great for you. It's yeah, yeah. so ingrained. I feel like just in uh, their day to day and their routine. It's like cool to do kind of thing. I just have a bev. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I, think, I think that is part of it, though. I think it is like it's the, it's the cool thing to do. You know, like there's a rhyme and reason of like why I why I drink and when I drink my caffeine. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I feel like I'll get like a middle school uh tenth grader coming in here at six p.m. at night cr- crushing a ghost energy drink, and I'm like, dude, when are you gonna sleep? Yeah, yeah. Like you're not gonna sleep tonight. It's just not gonna happen. Like I've actually never had uh, my athletes drink. They just all bring water. That's good. And like I, uh, for real? Yeah, straight. Like I've actually felt bad, like this, probably like the last two months. And I all started like my, I always had my mentor at my first gym, always like said, like, yo, don't bring anything you wouldn't like recommend to your clients into the gym. And I was like, damn. But it's also true. Gotta live it, you know? So I was like, my first, like, like, hey, man, like, wake the fuck up. You can't just like be talking it and not living it. Right. Uh, so like this pat, like the past like few months, I started bringing in like Red Bulls and shit. And are you starting to see it? No, no, no. But I, I just felt really weird about it. Cause I'm just like, yo, y'all, like I would never tell y'all to drink these. And here I am fucking drinking these things. But like, I'm fucking like up at five here until fucking 10. So it's just like, like you said, like I'm fucking strategic with it. Like I'll drink it at fucking three o'clock almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I fucking know like I'm going to need it for fucking like the rest of the day. Right. Um, And then from there, like all my athletes just fucking, unless they drink it in the fucking car, like on the way. Like right. they're always fucking just coming in big ass that, water bottle and fucking that's getting in- to it. That's interesting. Cause where a lot of kids bring it in here. Mm-hmm. You guys and, also are sponsored by a caffeine company, though. Yeah, we are. We are. They're nootropic drink. It's like it's not as uh, it's not stimulant as heavy as yeah. like a bang or a ghost. But yeah, I don't we, see the uh, the three hundred milligrams as much as we used to, though. Like I don't see bang in here. I don't see the rain. Right. In here. It's more like Celsius or ghost. Those are the two I feel like we see the most. Mm-hmm. I would say that's like a I won't say a status thing, but like not or a fucking like a well like. Like you do it because fucking everyone else is doing yeah, it. It's yeah. like it's like star it's like Starbucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. straight. Yeah, it's like it's like the same. Do thing. you get kids coming in with Starbucks? I had one girl <laughs> <laughs> this we year over this one one college student. It was actually from up here. Okay, no, from up here. Yeah, they love your Starbucks up uh, here. And she was like, I was like, yo, do you own a water bottle? She was just like, uh, I usually forget it, but like if I don't, I'll just like go to Starbucks and like, get a refresher. <laughs> I'm just like. I don't even know what the fuck a refresher so, is, but all right. I don't, <laughs> like, I sound, don't either. Like, sounds decent. Like, and she literally came in one day with the fucking refresher. I'm just like, yeah, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> no, it's a Clifton Park Saratoga <laughs> thing, then, for real. 
Starbucks. How many Starbucks are in fucking Del Mar? There's like one. Yeah, they, there's a. I don't know. There's a hand. There's a lot around I think here. There's one. There's like one in Price Chopper. Damn. Not even like an actual Starbucks you can go to. I can to. think of like I I live in East Greenwich. I can think of three off the top of my head that are within five minutes of my apartment. Yeah, yeah. Access five minutes. Not <laughs> two are across. One's in Target, and the other one's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case one goes to the drive-through. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you don't realize. You have to step back and think how much of an influence, though. You're right. Like, I wouldn't bring something into the gym that the kids wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Like, how much of an influence you are on them. Like, any little thing, the way you, sp- the way you speak, the way you, you move, the way you carry yourself. You do, I mean, you're demoing lifts all day. They're mimicking you. It's like, that's a great point. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's literally, it's literally more than, it's like always what you do more than what you say, which is like the generic thing. But like, literally through fucking teaching and then through coaching, like, they dance. They really don't fucking listen. <laughs> you can fucking demo, explain, have them do it a little bit, and they'll still fuck it up a little bit, you know. But it's all it's all like if you show them what to do, like, oh, all right, cool. And like they'll still fuck it up a little bit, but you just keep showing them, keep demoing. But like a lot of it is like you have to like, like truly like be for me anyway. Just be the fucking like be that person. That's why like, I mean, no one asked, but like uh, I, I'm not playing lacrosse anymore because like for me being able to fucking like be whole to my athlete is much more important than me fucking going to play in a game at this point which i fucking it, let's go is that when you had the flip switch to like i'm not going to play competitively anymore after your last injury uh the switch flipped actually last year around like a few weekends ago probably like uh yeah, yeah a few weekends ago and there's like a tournament uh up here in saratoga mm-hmm. uh i broke my thumb fucking i was like in the postseason for uh like my uh semi pro what, what were you playing box yeah box across okay. uh, up in canada and fucking, we're in the postseason, and like I had a game that weekend, and fucking, this, it was like the weekend, yeah, yeah so like we, weekend tournament, and then weekend fucking like uh, finals for fucking uh, our league, and fucking uh, literally, I was like, hey man, I'm gonna go play, you know what I mean? I don't need to, just gonna go f- fuck around, like it's e- not not easy for me at this point, but it's just fun. Uh, I love playing field because like after playing box, it's like really fun. But anyway, like I was just having a fucking great day, and then fucking literally, it's fucking like fourth quarter. Last ten seconds, you hear the countdown. Every childhood, every, every fucking child's dream. I'm fucking just crossing the midline. Fucking balls in my twig, and fucking just step down and rip it. Scored it, and this fucking deep hole just came through with a fucking check right on my thumb. Broke my thumb right away. As soon as you hit it, I'm just like my fucking thumb <laughs> just broke, and it started gushing blood. Uh, and the ref was uh like my pop Warner coach. Uh, from back in the day, like he's always been like my ref, like, like high school and shit like that. Shout People, out, shout out to Pop Warner football. Straight, uh, <laughs> and he was fucking. He's like my guy, Brian Suser. Shout out Brian Suser. Um, and he fucking like he was the ref for like that game. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it broke, I'm like, Yo, Seuss, I just broke my thumb, bro. Call the fucking uh, like medic right like over right now. He's like uh-huh. dead ass. I'm just like, bro, it's dripping out of my glove. Um, <clears throat> right then and there, I'm just like, I'm in the fucking postseason, bro. I gotta fucking like actually play a game, game that matters. I'm just like, these. Like, hey, for me, like, these silly-ass tournaments don't fucking matter, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, yeah, I'm done doing these tournaments, like, and then at that point, like, I was good to fucking coach and stuff like that, but couldn't really play. And I was just like, damn, like, I'm not able to, like, be of value to my team like I could. Like, I carry, at that point, like, we were carrying wooden sticks, like, we are playing with, like, wooden sticks, uh, and they're a little heavy, and, like, when you fucking throw those things around, like, it just radiates all the way through, like, the stick into your wrist, into, it well, into your thumb. It doesn't have, like, a metal stick. It doesn't no. have, I'm trying to think the word, like, a baseball will have it where it'll yeah, stop it's, the it's vibrations. it's probably similar to, like, using a wood bat to a metal bat. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, for me, it was just, like, I threw a few checks in that game, and, just, like, instantly I'm just like, dude, what the fuck, man? 
like I was instantly thinking, like first for a split second, I was like, yo, yeah, fuck that one up last weekend. But also I'm just like, yo, we got to figure out how to be a value to your team because I can't really throw a check. And like right. at that level, you got to fucking, you got to throw checks. Well, do you think too, in terms of you making a living and and coaching your athletes and be able to demonstrate, yeah, like, yeah. oh shoot. Like, so like that, that was like the second switch that flipped. Imagine like you got double light switches in here. Yeah. Fucking like the yeah. double light switch. So the first light switch right. went on. Uh, and the second one went on when fucking like literally kind of the same thing. It was a fucking bum ass scrimmage fucking up in like Hudson Valley. Uh, wasn't even going to play. Like I just heard of it and I was just like, uh, like, all right, man. Fucking. I've been like itching to play, like getting that feeling like, yo, like I've been like training my ass off just to like, you know what I mean? Just train, mm -hmm. feeling bouncy, looking to fucking just go sauce. And then fucking, unfortunately, same situation, third period. We're playing box now. We're like up in Hudson Valley, the turf, playing box, third period, literally last shot. I'm trying to think of this spot in the field. Almost the same fucking spot in the field, god damn it. Uh, like, I'm you like, gotta I, stay away from that spot in the I, field. Hey, <laughs> I just love me at the top. Like, <laughs> hey, just crossing the midfield. Uh, and like this team, like we were down a little bit, so I'm like forcing the issue. Um, And fucking like, hey, take a fire shot on the run, jump shot, bury it. And then fucking my man, like uh, another teammate, like the team we're playing against is like, dude, like I'm cool with. Uh, so he comes through with like a solid hit. And like just the way he's like, he's sprinting through, like his knee hit my knee. And like as soon as it hit my knee, I just felt something like pop. So I'm like, I couldn't like, I was like flying through the air, like just naturally because like my jump shot. Mm -hmm. uh, and at that point, I had to like redirect and land on my back. Ended on my back, went to go like try to straighten my leg. I'm just like, nope, that's not fucking working. And then I'm looking up at the sky, kind of like these. I'm just like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, we talked about this before the fucking game. Like, don't come out here, bro. And now we're fucking like sitting here. I'm just like, I thought at the point, at that point in time, I thought it was just a, uh, like a dislocated kneecap. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, all right, fucking look, pop that shit back in. Uh, and then like, <clears throat> it wouldn't pop back in. <laughs> and then, so, <laughs> so the paramedics came. Uh, and then I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to go to the hospital, so like, y'all put this shit back in now. And they're just like, you sure it hurts? I'm just like, fam, <laughs> I'm like, put it in. And then they tried. It was like literally three dudes on one knee, which sounds wild. Uh, but like, they're just like trying to put that, oh. they put all the pressure into the knee. Like, I, was, like, I honestly didn't feel a single thing. Uh, I was just sitting there, just like, yo, like, literally as I'm sitting there, like, like, with, like having them do that, I'm like, yo, I'm done playing. Like, there's no need for me to play. Like, it was like uh, our last week of training camp. Mm -hmm. Like our, our 10-week training camp during the summer uh no fucking uh during a 12-week training camp during season so it was the most important time because fucking like uh that week was like the most one of the most crucial weeks for me uh as like a fucking coach that you plan for you know like you're fucking looking forward to like yo, we just killed fucking 11 weeks right week 12 fucking final one and then like <clears throat> the next week is their tryouts so i'm just like you're oh. saying for for high school lacrosse yeah, for high school lacrosse yeah, yeah yeah uh so everyone had their varsity tryout on like that next monday and i'm just like fam you made it this far, not playing, fucking, and then you fucking go ahead and fucking play the last week. You couldn't wait till next weekend. Like, you couldn't wait till training camp was over to go play. But, like, so, like, at that point, I'm just laying there. I'm just like, yeah, man, like, you're done playing. Like, you fucking built something special. And like, you said oh. that because you said, now I can't be on the floor coaching, working on the business I yeah, yeah, built, like, doing what I love. More, yeah, more, yeah, the first thing I thought was, like, yo, I can't shake, rattle, and boom. Like, I, I like to, like, demo. Like, I love demoing. Like, demo, it's, all, demo. it's all about demo. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I can't fucking... I can't lunch. I can't fucking split dodge. I can't do nothing. Like, I don't know how bad it is. Like, um, and then from that, like, after the, uh, the EMTs, it's like, hey, man, we can't uh, put it back in. Like, at that point, you have to go to the hospital to put it back in the extra. I'm still thinking it's, like, still good. Mm -hmm. Get to the hospital. Excuse me. Get an MRI. And they're just like, yeah, that shit's ruptured. 
your fully. Pa- your patellar, yeah, patellar tendon. tendons ruptured fully. Just, just why like, you couldn't straighten your knee. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, like for me, I, I, I kind of knew it. Like no, no one was telling me. But in your but, head, like no one knew what I did. But I told the dudes, like I told the paramedics, I'm just like, yo, like I'm a strength and conditioning coach. Like I know, like I know it's popped out for sure. Like mm-hmm. I know how to put it back in, but I'm not doing that shit. Uh, y'all can do it. But then, like when it wouldn't go back in, I'm just like. Hmm. Yeah, and along with not being able to straighten your knee, yeah, like yeah. use your quad whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah, there's a little bit more going on here. So I'm just like, I need to get that MRI. So mm-hmm. I was waiting for it when she came back. Um, and she said it. I was just like, fuck. Yeah, I kind of knew it, but like, there we go. Uh, and at that point, I'm just like, what's the recovery like? And then she was just like, well, I'm looking at like, uh, she, at first she said like six months to a year. I'm just like, all right, lit, six months, not bad, but also it's like, fuck, I need like this week, you know what I mean? Uh, but then <clears throat> I got like uh, my doctor's visit like the next few days, shouts to all my clients uh, or my athletes really. I got fucking great athletes, they're fucking like tapped in 100%. So I got like a fucking uh, a visit like right away. Uh, and at that point, doc was like, yeah, it's gonna be about like a year. I'm just like, bro, what? <laughs> a year till what? Right. Like, do you know who the, the fuck I am? The thing no. is till what, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. Paul, you went through this with your yeah. Your Achilles. You call it tore your Achilles a year before Alex did this with the patellar tendon. Basically, basically like a year before. Yeah. It's, uh, I had the realization of what I did right away. Like, I knew mm-hmm. it was my Achilles. I think you have the realization, too. Like, my injury wasn't on the scale of you guys. I tore my pack <laughs> being a dummy, dummy meathead in my 20s, bench mm-hmm. pressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have the realization, too, like, in here, we always preach injury prevention with kids, right? We're doing every everything we can to prevent injuries. And mm-hmm. in my head, that used to mean like I'm gonna. They're trained with me. They're not gonna get hurt. Fam. And right. And then mm-hmm. you start to see it happens to yourself, and you yeah. go, you know, sometimes in athletics, like you can really do everything you can, and you should. But yeah, yeah. or your first just, athlete gets injured. That's that's the heartbreaking one. Oh, let's talk about that. Fam, I almost, I couldn't sleep for a few nights. To be honest, I'm just like, mm-hmm. what did I do? What didn't I do? Yeah. Fucking like, they uh, hurt, uh, play, like at your place or playing in a game? Uh, playing it, uh, in fucking practice. And like, yeah, I'm, let's talk about this. They're hurt. Yeah, playing in practice or a game because this used to destroy me. Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Like, sh- share how you oh, yeah. felt. So, my, my first one, I only, I've only had two, thank God. Okay. Uh, which is like still terrible. Fucking terrible. Uh, the first one was kind of annoying to me. I kind of had a philosophy like I didn't, I don't train seniors because I just like the way I train, like kind of intense. I don't know, it sounds wild, no, but good. for me, I'm just like, I don't like training seniors. Just because, like, in the area I'm at, like, y'all knew I was here for a little bit. Like, why wait till senior year to fucking tap in? You and know? you cap, you do training camp, so you'll do a group of lacrosse athletes, and mm-hmm. you're capping that group at a number of kids. Like, yeah, like 12, to, okay. 12 athletes. Uh, at that time, we were doing like a little bit less, we were doing like eight, so mm-hmm. I capped them at eight. Um, so for me anyway, so like, uh, this athlete was like pretty solid guy already like, uh, going to like a D3 school. It was his senior year fucking, uh, and like he came in and was like, all right, man, like, let's go. I just tap in fucking, oh, I was like going to like the assessment with him, like on paper and it's like, what's your training experience out of the yada. It's always like, uh, a little bit, but not really like, pro- like professional coaching X, Y, and Z. I'm just like senior year, like, all right, whatever. Uh, and at that point, um, uh, it's like, let's go, like, let's do what we do. Um, and like literally this dude got injured fucking it was like a week into our eight week training camp uh and he went to like a uh a practice lacrosse practice like in the area idiot didn't warm up just like hopped out the car was late you know hopped out the bed hopped out the car was late hopped on the field you know what i mean then from there like went to go plant didn't and then freaking tore his acl um and like for me i'm just like 
fuck, and this is why I don't train seniors, man. Because, like, at like at that time, because I'm just like, yo, we didn't have enough time to do X, Y, and Z, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and I was just like, yo, like, I felt like it was my bad. I'm just like, so I sent him, like, a big message, like, yo. Like, I'm, I didn't, like, say it was, like, my fault, like, no, message. But, but, I was but feeling like, like that is really real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, hey, man, like, I'm here with you 100%. Like, anything we need to fucking do, like, I'm with you 100%. Uh, thankfully, like I had, uh, he had uh, two other brothers, so, like they were still training with me. So like the part of that made me feel like they knew, like it, it was just like it is what it is kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, because you do feel like sometimes, like oh my god, I lose trust in this family. One hundred percent. So like the fact that they kept coming back, like kind of kept me that confidence for sure. And I kept tapping in with them like throughout it. Uh, and he like the way he responded to my message, like let me know, like he was like like yo, it has nothing to do with you. I'm just like all right, good. And then my second athlete got fucking injured. That shit had me, I was fucking livid. I was livid at injuries at that point. Cause now like, uh, it was like probably uh, six months in between like uh, each one. Mm-hmm. And this athlete I've had for fucking forever, you know? And I was kind of tight about that. And I was like, all right, like the one athlete I fucking just got, mm-hmm. the other athlete I had fucking forever. And this was after fucking like our training camp. Yeah, Cause you know the forever mean? one, you can say, oh, I know we've been doing this work for years and Damn. I know it's quality years. work. Right? And it's an athlete that's like there every day, mm-hmm. literally every day. Mm-hmm. So I, but I know like, the, I know everything, everything's tied up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for that, and like, I heard about the situation that happened and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. you can't train for shit like that. You know what I mean? Like you, like you can't train for certain, you can't train for that. You know, like you fucking try to do the best you can. Um, and like obviously like just relaying that to the athlete, I'm just like at that point in time, it's like, hey, like, you know you fucking put in the work. I know you fucking put in the work. Like, unfortunately, like, uh, like even like this is a more recent uh, situation, but like just looking at like the pro athletes that just got injured like within the last two weeks, like right. yeah. these dudes at the fucking top of their game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like after training with professionals, I get some of them don't fucking put in the work like they should. Right. But still, like you like to think a lot of them are putting in the fucking work. So just like if they're fucking getting injured, you know what I mean? Like it does happen. So I think, like I injuries think, are part of sports. Yeah, I think yeah. it's that you get to the point where you accept it. I used to feel the same way and I would lose I would lose sleep for for nights. Mm-hmm. I would be like, what could we have done differently? I think the what could we have done differently is always good to think about as a coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it makes you really step back and look at your training programs. Yeah. And usually 100%. when you do that, yeah, you can figure out some places you can adjust, I think, which is really important to do. But 100%. injuries are going to happen in, happen in sports. Right. I think I've learned over the years is to take that energy of of that I would spend looking back mm-hmm. and feeling a regret for not doing this or not doing that and just being there for the athlete. Yeah, 100%. Just being there, reaching out, hey, everything okay? You good? You going to PT? Right. Making sure their spirits are up, making sure mentally <laughs> they're okay. Because- They'll get back. These are high school kids. Yeah, you know, 100%. they'll progress back. They'll get back to the field. It's just that period of time where they're not in the field. They're not with their friends. Right. You just want to be like a positive, a positive somebody for them during yeah, for, that time. For me, uh, kind of like uh, Paul was saying earlier, like uh, just being able to learn from the experience. Like my the athlete that was with me the longest, she tore hers ACL after I messed up my patellar tendon. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, it was just like, hey, I'm with, hey, I'm really with you, cause like, hey. I'm, I just fucked my shit up, and, like, you know I'm fucking out here getting to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I just got fucking injured, like, just going through it, fucking, like, you could sit here and feel sorry for a second, but we got to keep moving forward, you know? So, like, being able to have that experience in the trenches, like, that mm-hmm. speaks volumes, and, like, a lot of coaches, like, don't get that, which is cool. Like, you don't want to have that, like, injury experience, but, like, no. being able to pull from, like, just some experience, like, like, at that point, now it's just, like, all mental. You know, yeah. like, hey, how can we overcome this adversity the be- best we can? Because I think unless you go through it mentally, it's going to be hard to 100% really lock in and understand with somebody who's currently there and injured. 
yeah, not so being able to play. I remember we had <clears throat> we had a girl in here who had different. I had my Achilles done, but literally six months to the day of my Achilles surgery, she had knee surgery, Damn. and this was probably her third one. I want to say that um, she's gone through the ripper with it, but like I, the whole time I told her, I was like, "We're PT buddies now. Uh-huh. We're PT buddies," and right. I think you know those little things like that help an athlete, especially one that's gone through us, you know, multiple surgeries on on something get through it much more easily because they're like all right i have somebody else that has gone through it understands the mental side of it like and that was part of my reason of like my reason personally of wanting to be able to show that i could get back out there is Mm -hmm. to show these guys like hey if you have a setback it doesn't mean that you can't come back you have to have a setback to have a comeback like that was my motto the whole time i was doing it alex how do you deal with so when you're training kids in your lacrosse training camp Mm-hmm. And you're doing, you know, skill work and you're doing agility work, change of direction. You're doing some strength training with them. How do you manage if they are, are kids playing lacrosse elsewhere at the same time? Or is that not often a situation? Uh, so during the summer, uh, we had athletes that were like there's Empire. Well, not the Empire State Games anymore. It's called. God dang it. Uh, there's like used to be called Empire State. Yeah, Games. I remember so, that. like all the like athletes from like all over New York State come together mm-hmm. uh, at UAlbany and play. Um, and then from there, so that was like, that was happening during our training camp. <clears throat> and then from there, you have some athletes that are going to like these prospect days, these camps. Uh, there's some at that time, I believe there may have been some other uh, like recreational, le- not, you know, like recreational leagues going on, like mm-hmm. the Albany Powers, the... Right. Uh, the ADK peaks, mm-hmm. uh, the accelerate, the 518 accelerates. So those are going on at the same time. Um, but we're different, a lot different. So like what we do is like we, we really like develop athletes. And I was just talking to a parent about this on the way up. Like we developed an athlete, you know what I mean? And then we also develop like the skill from like the ground up, right. you know? So for us, it's just like being able to have athletes that are dealing with like all like these different playing <clears throat> uh, fields, if you will. Uh, when they come into us, it's just like we all start from the same level, you know, because like that's why I love to like start from week one, lock all the athletes in and say, hey, like y'all got to be here for one, like the amount of time you signed up. Like we're not pulling this fucking, oh, I can't come last minute shit. Like the fuck, like don't, don't do that. But also it's just like when we lock them in from week one to like week 10 or whatever, it's just like we're all starting from ground zero. And at that point, like I, I would say like I get to hold them accountable to the stuff that, that I coached. So at that point, like we go through the basics of just how to load through deceleration, isometrics. And then from there, we start building up slowly into overcoming isometrics. And then at that point, like just helping these athletes, like what I noticed <clears throat> is like a lot of athletes have trouble getting into their hips, which is crazy to me. Cause it's like, I never had training when I was young. I talked about that in the last podcast. So like just being able to see that stuff in athletes like this young, I'm just like, yo, was I like this when I was young? But like, uh, for me, it's just like a lot of athletes now over time have the same uh, like compensations, if you will, mm-hmm. to help them, like, I guess, be decent or just get into positions. Mm-hmm. But just being able to see those things right away and say, hey, like, what's the, the best drills that will work for most athletes at the same time? So, how, yeah. how have you created your systems? Because, like, what you said, let's work on deceleration first. How have you created your systems from week zero all the way through the end in week 12? Mm-hmm. How did you kind of sit down and, and come up with that? Uh, so it's been actually uh, a really awesome process and like th- I'm actually like and I get more excited like every training camp because it's always just like relearning like what we just did for the last 12 weeks so like uh, the last not last week but the week before that uh, I tried to take a vacation 
which was like just me like not coaching but like still athletes like end up coming like in the gym anyway mm-hmm. uh but like at that point like um that week i had a chance to like debrief on like hey we just went through these 10 weeks here is like the outcome of what we just did here's like what went well here's what didn't go well here's where like we need to improve here's like the goals that i had here's what we met here's what i didn't meet are you uh, doing that through measuring specific variables or mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah uh and then like before that uh it was just like i like to say my uh training camp in preseason training camp this year is my first real one uh so before that it was literally just like years and years and years of just well, once i years, like three years if you will uh, I've literally just taken everything I've done, uh, like having confidence in myself, like, hey, man, we've built some pretty dope athletes over the last few. Like, what have we done? Like, and like literally, like, fucking just notebooks of fucking just pa- like back in the day, just papers. Dude, now, that's what it's about. Like, where's my phone? Like, this phone is fucking busted. And like, it's a dro- It's a, oh, sorry. Oh, sh- sorry. It's a Samsung. Uh-huh. Uh, all my athletes roast me. It's like, yo, man, get a, get an iPhone. I'm like, bro, this is so valuable because the notes on this thing, like all the fucking like writing I do, like just on like the notes on the Samsung part capped that out and then i went to like google drive like i'm starting literally just capped it out like today i'm starting to get the, the notice like hey man need more space yeah. so it's like always like just compiling you know and having all that like stock to like then it's like hey let's boil it down figure out like what's the best stuff like what made the most sense for athletes like so that we stay consistent with and then from there just being able to put it into like the format of like hey like week one like we just kind of just talked about like teaching these athletes how to like get into positions not really touching weight at all yet and then from there like as we start getting seeing some progress in certain things and now we start implementing like certain steps like actually starting like lifting with kettlebells and like those small implements first and then like we won't get to like barbells and trap bars and stuff like that to like week four like week five see that's that's cool to hear because i think a lot of high school kids especially now you see stuff on the internet or even with like lifting in school like they're throwing they're they're throwing these kids right into i was just told at shen that they got rid of trap bars because it was cheating and you're like no way. The fuck? Bro, I, I heard, yeah, <laughs> Excuse she, me? I was talking to some Shen girls about, like, their, their training. It sounds like they got, like, an old old coach in there. That's what it sounds it seems like. seems like old school powerlifting, right? Yeah, like, yeah. football-style yeah. workouts. I heard they still do straight bars. Yeah, yeah right. The fucking, like, yeah, so golly, it's, man. so it's like, like you I know. I get it, but I, I, I get it from if you're just an old school guy and that's all you know. Mm-hmm. Uh but when it comes to develop- that's the only equipment you have, like don't get rid of the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing that like yeah, yeah. is a safer option, yeah, the right? Most, the most freaking like the easiest option to coach I mean? in a group setting. Straight, like yo, grip and rip, hop in, like yo, grip set up, like, yeah. Yo, let's like uh, teaching a straight bar deadlift. That's I, a task. I studied that thing like a lot when I first got into coaching, not just just not knowing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of thinking like trap bars were silly, you know. And then from there, like I was just like, all right, this is a really technical lift. If if you want to do it like proper and like actually like kill a damn thing, and I was like, there's no way I'm teaching every athlete how to do this. And like I got over my fear of using a straight or of the like trap bar, mm-hmm. so I throwing athletes in that. I'm just like, yeah, this makes more sense. And like obviously, like, hearing coaches talk about like yo, like in the group setting, the ability just to have athletes get in, teach them positioning and just load that thing up like yeah. yo, that makes the most sense and like the, the objective is to like you know what i mean dictate progress mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like put them in the trap bar lift weight let's, right. get, let's get strong yeah i think when you're talking Probably. about development though that's good to hear it's like can you get into positions yeah, can yeah. you maintain those positions then we load the positions and 100%. the chances are that somebody learns to get in a position and then can maintain that with loading with something like a straight bar is a way harder ask mm-hmm. than going to kettlebells oh, yeah. and then going to the trap now, bar. Now having to deal with like, yo, what is this big ass long, like big ass uh, bar in my hand, you know? And then from there, what is like, what are these weights at the end? How do I use these? Like, right. where, where do they go? Yeah. You know, so it's just like, you really got to start from the ground up. No, and I like, think... it, it kind of, sometimes it kind of, it sucks a little bit because you have like the more advanced athletes, but like I, I remind them, 
uh, like, hey, like I've had the chance to work with like some pretty cool athletes at the highest level, and it's just like I promise you, we're all doing the same shit. And it's just like every time they come from like their uh, like season, like just to, like restore like body function, you know, like mm -hmm. you're putting them through like just crawls and basic shit, like just to go through like that like restoration, yes. getting their like functions uh, where they need to be, then allow them to actually like walk and like actually, uh, I always say like walk and chew gum at the same time, you know, cause, like for me. A lot of these young athletes always say they can't walk and chew gum. So for me, I'm just like, all right, how can we get them to walk and chew gum at the same time? And for me, it's just like, all right, let's start with crawling, start with skipping, start with hopping. Yep. And from there, it's like implementing those small things, you know? So being able to see like the uh, like more professional Paul, athletes. slide that mic up a little bit to Alex. Just oh, slide up a little bit. Yeah, so being able to get the, like, oh, hey. Hey, there we go. Hey, a beautiful voice. I want to hear it better. Thank you. Um, being able to get those like professional athletes to do those same things and then be like, all right. If these guys are doing it to like help them get where they need to be, then like why can't I do it? You right. Know? But like also like understanding like there's certain things you do do with them that professional athletes are doing. There's certain things you don't. You know. So. Mm -hmm. I think okay if there's a parent listening, let's talk because I think what's important is the phase one is super important. That's mm -hmm. that's the foundation of everything you're gonna build on. Hundred percent. But but also the postseason recovery regeneration is that how you put it? Oh, yeah. Is also extremely important. Give me your like uh, foundations of a phase one. What are the biggest rocks that you're trying yeah, to work rocks. on and build? Uh, <clears throat> so phase one, uh, I kind of talked about already. So like really looking to load. Uh, for me, uh, a lot of athletes are coming out of uh, like their spring season. So at that point, like really looking to get full mobility, like through like all ranges of motion. It's like uh, I'm big on like primal movements, like in that phase. Like we'll go through crawling. Yeah, crawling. We'll go through like uh like gorilla esque movements. So like more is like um you can say like crawling esque, if you will, but like it's more grab mobility, if you will, putting them in weird positions, getting them comfortable with their joints, and then mm -hmm. from there just go through uh it's like more a lot of dynamic mobility, like early in the stage, like spending time with that, actually like, hey, this is how we stretch, this is why we stretch, getting them more mobile, because a lot of athletes don't have fucking or flexibility mobility. So being able to like just get that down, like that's huge. Uh and then from there We'll start with like a little bit of like speed preparation. So like going through like the marching mechanics, uh, walking, marching, and then from there, like, like I said, hopping, skipping, all that fun stuff. That's like very important the first few weeks. Uh, and then at that point, um, phase one from there, uh, after that process, we just dive into uh, really understanding like the weight room. So like when it comes down to uh, like when we use our medicine balls, going through the power, using the boxes, being able to use kettlebells properly. Uh, like literally I'll go through like this is my first time doing it like this past summer training camp like actually like just walking through and like touring the weight room and like actually giving like a whole demo and like hey this is how we do things this is why we do things this like we may see this soon we may not like going through that stuff so like for me that's important to like actually like give them an education piece on the weight room itself like mm -hmm. that mean, that means a lot so like actually when we get to like uh you could say like week three like we can say hey guys like we're gonna start going through our kettlebell deadlifts like go get the kettlebells like they're just like all right, cool. Here's a kettlebell. Some people go for the dumbbells, and it's like, hey, kettlebell, and it's like, oh shoot, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, so like that stuff pays dividends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that stuff pays dividends, like on the front end. Um, so yeah, from there, it's like really just being repetitive with that. I know, like when I first started, like I always wanted to just like go, 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 like do like different things, but I had to like really start slowing myself down and say, hey, like a lot of athletes really need the reps. So like really just spending like two weeks, kind of like hammering home like those basic foundations, and then from there. Like week three, week four, then diving into like the weight room. Yeah, I think that sets up future sessions as well, right? 100%. It makes them easier for you to reference things and coach and have them go smoother. Like we say in here, like we'll write our programs in. Our business model, we've talked, is different. It's like a mm -hmm. semi-private model. 
where kids come in, they have their own program, we're coaching them through it. Mm -hmm. But if we really do our jobs on weeks one and two, then weeks three and four should be a lot easier for us to coach because we've no really doubt. spent in the time on the front end teaching technique, right. mechanics, how to move around the weight room. Right. And just like with that, literally spending time, I'm just thinking as you're talking, um, and just going through like the basics of like eccentrics, concentrics, like using those things the proper way, mm -hmm. like explaining to them what that stuff means, you know? Cause yeah, like, the education's so huge because the kid's going to also have to work out at school and then they go to college and work mm -hmm. out. So I think to really have an understanding will allow them to make better decisions for themselves. Yeah. And like we, like we were kind of saying earlier, like for me, uh, it's very it's been very eye-opening. I'm trying to think about the situation recently. We're like, you'll have, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a chance to work with uh, Gate Lacrosse. Uh, over yeah, like, I've been uh, seeing that. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a blessing in itself. Uh, but we had some pretty like you know, professional athletes coming in, um, uh, D1 college athletes coming in. <clears throat> we went through, uh, I had a chance to coach them through a session. Um, and at that point, there's this one athlete I always put it on the coach, so I'll say it's my fault for not being able to do it fast enough, uh, but being able to get him to get full hip extension. But the crazy part was, like, dude's, like, yoked up. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he looks like a fucking dude who, like, lives in the weight room. Uh, he was out there, like, doing backflips, like, for, like, commercial and shit like that. Um, like, we were going through, like, uh, like deadlifts, uh, some landmine presses, uh, and then at the end, some kettlebell swings. Uh, and going through the kettlebell swing, buddy just like couldn't get full extension on his hip. Mm -hmm. And like I told like my athletes, they all came in like, "Yo, it looked dope as hell. Like they look like a fucking fire like a time." And it's like, y'all think it looked fire? <laughs> but the, the one thing I'm sitting here itching over is the dude that couldn't get full hip extension with the fucking kettlebell swing. You're like, and that's on video, right? Bro, now. <laughs> I, bro mid mid uh, mid shoot, I'm just like, hey, if like once once that happened, literally, because like at first like low key, this was my first like, this was like a high level shoot. So uh -huh. I was like. Uh, first, like low key, so like f I don't know if it's just on camera, fanboyed a little bit at first because yeah. it's like, yeah, we got like some dope pros, my favorite team coming in, uh, and like literally like uh, top two, three attackmen, midfielders like in the country right now. I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. But also, I'm just like, all right, now that we've, now that we've fucking been here before, like wake the fuck up. Like, all right, you got pros coming in, like let's fucking do the damn right. thing. Um, but also then add on the factor of like. Oh shit! Like there's a fucking fog machine going. There's fucking. There's a fog machine in the shoot. Fan. Alex. Fan. It was hey. Uh, the fucking like cameras going around. Like fucking a few cameras like spinning around. I'm just like, all right, we gotta fucking be on point. I'm like, I didn't like, and I also didn't know like, yo, like, do I coach, coach, or do I just like give him like a little sauce for like the shoot? So, <laughs> so I'm trying to like figure all that out. Was there I, any director? You were on your no, own. No, there was a director. Okay. But, like, we, fam. Hey, <laughs> my people. I love them. I don't know if I should say it. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it now. But uh, the shit we talked about, <laughs> like, like coaching, and like there was like, hey, you want to go through like some plyo, some speed, <laughs> some fucking uh, some medicine ball stuff. Uh-huh. Didn't do a single lick of it. They're just like, yo, can we get some weight room stuff? I'm like, yo, fire. <laughs> Y'all didn't tell me that a half hour ago when I told you. <laughs> I was so not tight. I'm just like, fam, like, all right, like, coach, make the adjustments. what we do. Right. But like, yo. <laughs> I had a like, game plan. Sam, I had a game, game plan. plan. <laughs> Bro, Strategy like, pulled out, out the best program. Uh, and then from that standpoint, um, like right off rip when they said that, and it's like, all right, bro, like fucking got to like pull down my fucking Iron Man mask. And it's like, all right, bro, what do we do? What do we got to do? Uh, talk to the director real quick. And I was just like, in respect to the athletes, big dog, we got to get a warm up first. You know what I mean? These are professional athletes that have games like coming up this weekend, literally. I'm just like, I'm about to just fucking put them through like a bullshit, whatever. Yeah. And he was just like, all right, man, I'm just going to follow you. I'm just like, all right, dope. <laughs> and then fucking from there, like, 
went through the shoot. I'm still like kind of like giving him like a little sauce, like like doing great job. Like shouts to me uh, in the, in the squad. Uh, is but, this shoot out there or not yet? Uh, not yet. Okay, not yet. I'm uh, getting stoked for this thing yeah, right now. No, it's, it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be fire. <laughs> uh, but then from there, like once we're going through like the weight room, uh, and like the kettlebells, like thankfully like one of the last things we were going through, um, and like buddies like couldn't really landmine press well. I'm just like, damn, bro, a lot of these things are raw. And at that point, uh, I'm so you're like, just like trying to clean them up in the I, moment. No, once once I noticed they were raw, I was like, hey, fellas, because we're on camera. Y'all ain't gonna have me looking trash out here. So like, let's right. fucking like really dial the fuck in. You have to realize that and be like, wait, I can't have this and that, shoot get a lot of views, yeah, yeah. and I'm standing there, and this guy's technique is ass. And that's when I was just like, all right, bro, like back to like, uh, like put yourself back into like when you're actually coaching like actual pros. Like they mm -hmm. like they want the fucking like direction they want, yes. like whatever. And like for, like for, like forget the cameras are here, man. Like it's about your like at me at that point, it's about my brand, my reputation. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I'm like AFLs, y'all can't have me looking trash out here. Like we gotta fucking like do what we gotta do so i'm just like yo like let's like let's fucking go like i just tied up my fucking everything at that point i'm just like yo i gotta explain a little bit more than i was gotta actually demo a little bit more than i was i don't care if it takes more time on camera right but like i'm not gonna have a dude swinging a fucking kettlebell and not getting full hip extension <laughs> like what the fuck is that i just see strength coaches across the world Oh, look at that fucking guy. I can't even fucking coach oh, you the, out. oh the comments online oh, alex God. dude Fam. <laughs> so now i'm just like yo y'all don't even don't eat like I'm not like I don't could care less, but I'm just like y'all weren't even in the room, so it's just like well, it is what it is. But like at that point, um, I realized like yo, we gotta back to the original story. I can't a believe there was a fog machine. Yeah, it was fire. It was fire. <laughs> um, but back to the original story, I realized at that point like a lot of athletes are raw. It doesn't matter like what level they're fucking at, you know. So it doesn't matter like if uh, if I have like a high level athlete who I've had for four years, uh, or if it's like a new athlete who I've had since day one, like. We're starting fucking phase one, day one, like going through it. Like you've you've seen it before, even better. You know what I mean? So now you just get more, uh, like time in the trenches, reps in the game, and at that point, it's reinforcing more qualities that you need to have, uh, and it's hardened shell. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you move into your new space, um, officially, like January, like end of January. Cause you didn't have it last time you were on here, right? What month was that? You you definitely didn't have it. I feel like because you no, talking, I definitely it was the fall. Were, it was around a year ago. In Malta, when yeah, you yeah. when you were on here last um, time. Yeah. So okay, how was that? How was that transition? Trying to figure out the last month here. Last month here. It's like the transition of like like is it the same size space or bigger than your prior? Uh, technically, square footage. It's technically smaller, but it's bigger though. Because, because you could the layout is better yeah because like the ceilings my my last spot had like a back part which i didn't really use i didn't really have to say that but like there's like a back part i didn't really use which mm -hmm. is like a pretty decent size like now i would love to have it like if i had that back part i would love to have it right so like now i need more space um but at that point uh, my last space was like three thousand square feet and mm -hmm. this one's like 2600 so okay. i'm missing that four 400 but just like the layout like we have the high ceilings the high uh, ceilings is huge it makes the place feel so much 100 like if, if i didn't it would feel so small uh and then from there like the way like just it's like funneled if you will like opens up in the back is perfect for just having like the weight room set up and, like the turf in the back with the lacrosse cage so it's pretty dope the supplement industry is like the wild west the lack of regulations mean the supplements you purchase may not even contain the ingredients listed on the label which is why i get my daily vitamins and supplements from thorn thorn vitamins and supplements are made without compromise quality ingredients ensure your body optimally absorbs and digests your daily supplements while in-house and third-party testing ensure you're getting exactly what you paid for 
Thorne offers a variety of health tests reviewed by board-certified physicians that evaluate your lifestyle, gut health, sleep, stress hormones, and metabolic markers to determine which vitamins and supplements may be most effective in helping you feel and perform better throughout the day. For college and professional athletes, Thorne has NSF-certified supplements that make sure you won't get popped positive on a drug test. Whether you're an athlete, professional, parent, grandparent, or weekend warrior, Thorne's selection of high-quality supplements can help improve your quality of life. Switch to Thorne's high-quality and extensively tested supplements today at thorne.com backslash u backslash cdsf. That's thorne.com backslash u backslash cdsf. This episode of Off Exit 10 is brought to you by Anchor and the all-new Anchor Pro, crafted to endure the most high-performance workouts without the high cost and space requirements of a standard cable machine. Named the best portable cable machine by Men's Health Home Gym Awards, Anchor provides the full functionality of a cable machine in one small space-saving unit. Designed with user-friendliness in mind, Anchor can simply be attached to any squat rack or placed on any wall in your home gym using its intuitive sliding track mount. With up to 65 pounds of resistance, Anchor is built for high-speed and controlled exercises alike, from cable presses and rows to chops and lifts. The Anchor has been a game-changer for us here at CDSF, and now you can enjoy the same professional-quality cable machine in your own home gym by heading over to anchortraining.com and using code CDSF10 for 10% off your order today. Get all the benefits of a cable machine without the high-cost installation fees. Enjoy the portable luxury and space-saving performance of Anchor today by going to anchortraining.com and using code CDSF10 at checkout. That's anchortraining.com, promo code CDSF10 for 10% off your order today. How was it? How was it? Let's talk about how it was going from, because you went in there, it was an empty space, mm-hmm. right? No, yeah. Well, but even like worse than that, it was like, uh, there was like literally holes in the wall, like just like run down. Like, yeah. So it had to be like cleaned out, built up, and then like, like built, like walls built up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, like, mold and stuff taken down all that kind of stuff so yeah, like really the, like redone up but this is the stuff that people wanting to start a gym they don't think about much mm-hmm. until they're in it yeah, yeah in terms of finding a space and then in terms of suiting that the uh, fitting that space up to suit your business 100 and then being able to cause I, you know i know people who you know they'll just open a gym and they'll just suit it up with some cool and fancy equipment and think that's that but then it doesn't flow with their business model mm-hmm. so how did you walk into that and then be able to say hey this is how i want to lay it out this is how it's going to fit my training camps this is how it's going to fit the number of people i want in when i'm coaching mm-hmm. uh so for me we had uh it's kind of like a similar layout to my last facility mm-hmm. uh, but like the, our turf is bigger and like <clears throat> i'll say like a won't say a hidden gem, but like my last facility, our turf was like cut short, uh, cause I fucked up the measurements on the turf, which I was so annoyed about. Like I'm unrolling the turf, then it just stops. I'm just like, wait a second, like there's, this is as long as it goes. Uh, so like I was supposed to have like full turf in my last one, but didn't. Thankfully it worked out like, I'm like to be perfect. So for this one, uh, I was just when I walked in, <clears throat> simply saw like this big brick wall. And I was just like, wall ball. Like that's what I want my athlete like that for me. Like just thinking about like what made me like great to a certain extent and like wall ball was huge and like the the actual brick on the wall matters so like i had like the big cylinder blocks i'm just like this is that's it. every child's dream right there especially my dream like started playing wall ball right away literally. and that already existed in the space so mm-hmm. you were like perfect yeah, yeah i was like i'm like the last uh unit in the plaza mm-hmm. so at that point it's just like the ending if you will mm-hmm. uh so at that point i was like all right this is like perfect brick wall if i can get this spot that would be huge like there's some big holes in the wall some stuff to do but like just got to like get it done up like, i've had the chance to like do some real estate stuff in the past so like i know like you just got to like look past that stuff you know 
Uh, so at that point, I was like, okay, like thinking about my old gym, thinking about the gyms I had the chance to internship in, like what would make the most sense, uh, what would give us the most functionality out of the actual gym. Like <clears throat> I want to make sure like we're diving deep into lacrosse. We have room to sprint. Uh, I want to make sure we have the proper surfaces to do so. I also want to make sure like we have a hard surface. So I want to make sure like I was going to just turf out the whole thing at first. I was like, no, we need to have a hard surface. So I want to make sure I get rubber in there. Um, <clears throat> so at that point, I'm just like, okay, like what's going to be rubber? What's going to be turf? I'm just like technically we just need the weight room, rubber, weight room, turf. Um, and then from there, just thinking about uh, like the rack setup. Like that's like the like thinking about the biggest things first. Like what do you want the racks? Uh, for me, where do you want like the dumbbells and all that kind of stuff, kettlebell setup? Uh, what do I want like the lacrosse cage? Obviously, and at that point, kind of just, like putting the pieces around that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just, like drawing, just tons of drawings, figuring it out. Like walking in there, like uh, the coolest. Oh man, I can dive deep on this, but like the coolest thing about this whole process. Um, I'm like I was really, like really cool with the like uh, the owner of the plaza, if you will. So like in like the builders of the, of the plaza. So at that point, like they gave me a key to like the empty space, mm-hmm. like when I signed the lease, if you will, and literally like. Every night, I would just walk in there, and just like after after like my coaching day, because you were still coaching at the at your other, uh, at your other so, spot. So, uh, like the true transition, uh, like when I came home from Florida, I was out of like a uh, uh, remote location that was like just different than like the plaza, if you will. Uh, and then from there, got kicked out of that plaza because like the dudes that I was doing I was too busy for him, mind you. The place was always empty. I was the only person there. Is what it is. So you were like renting space. Yeah, I was space. renting space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like handed him my check on November 1st. Uh, he's like, hey, man, like, you got to be up end of the month. And it's like, man, all right. And that's where you were seeing all your people. Yeah, yeah. Like when I first got back. No I doubt. think I remember this. You texted me. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that's this That's I was asking you, like, when, when did I see you guys last? I think yes, it was, it was a little bit before that yeah, then. Yeah. So okay. at that point, uh, that was in November. was just like looking around. I was like, all right, like, this is like, for me at that, like, uh, life's just different. So it was like just uh, talking to the man above, and it's like, yo, like, what's the plan? Like, what are we doing here? Uh, and then at that point, uh, I just talked to the uh, landlord, the owner of like the old plaza. I was like, hey, like, I know you have a frick ton of spaces here. Uh, now she doesn't. It's a very busy place now. Um, but I was like, hey, like, I need a space. Like, I'm looking to move back. Like, I have a ton of clientele. Like, I just got kicked out of the spot I was just in for like no apparent reason. Like, is there any way I could like literally? I just need a spot. <laughs> I right. just need a spot to throw a rack and some dumbbells and I'll be straight. And she was just like, uh, like, yeah, we'll talk about like building something, yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, all right, dope. Like, let's go. Uh, but I was just like, the hell does that look like? Like, did you feel pressed for time too? I was definitely pressed for time. So, like, at that point, that was, I started like posting my training camp stuff like heavy, like mm-hmm. early, like early on. I uh, mean, like we talked about it, like when we were here on the podcast. So, mm-hmm. like, I knew, like, by January one. Ideally, I had to have a spot to have a training camp, uh, and being kicked out in November, I'm just like doesn't give you much time. Fam, f- gives you sixty days to get a lease to fit up a space yeah, to yeah. get equipment. So to get, yeah, to get equipment to get all that stuff. Uh, so at that point, uh, I'm I'm just like heavy into my faith right now. Or now, not right now, right now like now, uh, kind of always have been, but like really like now, especially after like this journey. Um, so like just having faith that like it's all gonna happen, like when it's supposed to happen, uh, how it's supposed to happen. Uh, and at that point, uh, literally, I was able to sign the lease like a few days after I got like kicked out of the spot. So like just going like that week, I texted you to like just going through like consistent like, hey man, like f what happened, like moving forward, like mm-hmm. like like what do we gotta do? Where do we gotta go? Where do we gotta look? At that point, I was able to have a great conversation, hook me up with a great deal, uh, and I was just like, yo, let's go. So now everything like we make and earns going towards a new facility. She had 
like an old like liquor spot, an old liquor store that was just like uh vacant, like uh, like the biggest space in there. And I was like, yo, can I just use that spot for now until my spot's getting built out? And she was like, yeah, for sure. Uh, and did me justice, didn't charge me any rent. Wow, to, that's to, like, incredible. Hey, God works in mysterious ways yeah, on purpose, on time, on time. Uh, and at that point, I uh, was able to like have all my, uh, switch all my training over to like that. It was dope, man. Like we're just in like a fucking like a, a literally, it looks like you would be in like a, walking to like a liquor store and like it's just bare. So like we were just training in there for fucking like, at that, it ended up being two months. Uh, we were supposed to be in the space like the f- beginning of January, but just how construction works, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's always <laughs> a little bit longer than you think. <laughs> yeah, it never goes according to plan. Yeah, yeah, but always right on time. Uh, so at that point, I'm just like, yo, like I'm I'm used to thugging it out. So I'm not like I'm not stressing, but I'm also kind of stressing. So I'm just like, yo, I just got back. I'm building this brand, like, but it's also kind of a great story. You know, it's kind it's of a like phenomenal yo, like, story. Uh, like my team, like every like as I came back, everyone's like with me. The whole team's with me. I'm growing. I'm building. Um, I told people like what happened. They're just like, yo, like let's go, like let's, you know, what I mean, like whatever you need, we got you. I'm just like, yo, let's go, like let's really go. Uh, and at that point, like just like accepted every coaching gig possible, busted my fucking ass, got a second part time job, fucking at Domino's delivering pizzas, killed that, dude. Um, and then from there, just like just fucking built out the facility, man, straight cash, fucking like everything I fucking got, paid for, straight. That's incredible. And fucking like just busted my ass and built it. Um, the like the the maintenance crew at the uh, plaza, like they actually like they fit up the place as far as like just put up the walls and shit. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I did fucking everything else, like laid the turf, fucking built all the racks, painted the place, fucking did every fucking thing. Uh, they helped me with like a few things, like here and there. Um, but yeah, man, fucking a lot of this fucking just work myself, fucking like literally. <clears throat> so after like every day I was coaching, I would like go there and just speak nothing but like life, energy, positivity into the fucking building, like like just like yo, literally, I can close my eyes right now and it's like walk in the front door, like saying, hey. Uh, before I even walk in there, because, like, the guys, they would work throughout the day. I'll just mm-hmm. close my eyes, because there's, like, paper, like there is now, like, over the door. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell would happen during the day. I was just like, yo, God, when I walk in here, I was looking to see progress. I'd open the door, and I would see, like, just a few things, like, just moved around, like, you know what I mean? A little different every day. Uh, and at that point, I was going there and to speak life. I was just like, yo, I was like, I'd always say, like, yo, like, please protect the workers. Make sure they can get everything they can possibly get done at this point in time. I would just speak like yo. I can see the black paint on the wall. I can see the black and red over here. I can see the black turf. I can see the uh, the black and red speck. I can see the racks. I can see the dumbbells. See the kettlebells. See the cage. See the crease. See all that kind of stuff. And I would just go through that every single night, for like a half hour to an hour, and just go crazy, man. Like just go crazy, like out loud. Just go crazy. No question about it. Just speaking like positive, freaking energy into the universe like no other. Um, and some some somehow some way. Uh, I was able to open up my gym at the end of January, like mid-January, end of January. Um, and it was dope as fuck. It Dude, was dope as that fuck. is dope as fuck. That's a wild two-month ride. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was dope. And like, and like for me, like I didn't get any decals on the, on the, the walls yet, which is wild to me. Uh, cause like, anyway, anyway. Um, so like for me, I always tell my athletes when they walk in the place, I'm just like, hey, like, I just need y'all to know Whatever you want to happen will fucking happen. And, like, I can tell you that just because you guys are fucking standing in a spot that I made happen. And, like, I didn't know it was supposed to happen. And, like, at some point I knew it had to happen. And I put in the fucking work to make it happen. And you guys are, I always call it Dreamville. Like, you guys are standing in my fucking dream. Like, this is fucking, like, this is where dreams come true. Like, straight. And it's all about the fucking work you put in. 
the work you fucking speak, the work you believe. Yeah. And at that point, it always comes down to relentless action For- and, and relentless faith. Because like, if I didn't believe, like no one else is gonna believe in me. Like there's there's probably people out there that wanted me to fail. I'm like, ah, oh, here this dude goes like fucking doing some like whatever. Uh, and for me, I'm just like, I didn't really care about that at all. But I'm just like, yo. Literally, I'm just I was just like, yo, like let's just keep building. Like I didn't even think about anything negative. It's like, yo, let's just keep building. Let's just keep focused on like, yo, like, literally, whatever I want, let's get. That's like the energy. Like even like to this day, like I'm, I'm on. I'm like yo, whatever we want, let's just get. Like yo, if we want black turf, how much does it cost? How much do you want? You want turf the whole shit? Nah, it doesn't make sense to. But we could. We don't need to. You want to? Like, where do you want to put the rubber? X, Y, and Z. What kind of racks do you want to get? Now I will say, I'm not gonna get sore next. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little, little expensive. Shouts to sore next. Shouts to sore next. However, we did get. Uh, what do we get? Some Bells of Steel stuff that looks, I mean, it's like a replica of like Sornex S stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we tried to get like the top tier stuff, but we knew we knew like it was just me. So like in 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 his own means, I was like, yo, like whatever we want, let's get. It's not about me. It's not for me. It's for the people. You know what I mean? If, it, if it's for the people, it's just like, yo, there's no expense. There's no expense. And if like for me at that point, like it was from a higher power at that point, like, yo, like, let's go. <laughs> like, let's, he, he showed me like I got the space. He showed me like people keep hitting me up from this random spots I never heard of like yo let's go like we're getting the gigs we're making the money um and at that point I'm just like yo like let's like I, I keep saying let's go but like you, it was just like you said to energy, me man. you said to me at one point I don't know if it was last year on the podcast or years when we came in here you're just like I'm gonna be the lacrosse guy in this area 100% right 100% and now I remember that yeah 100%. and now and now when you look at your Instagram and your space you're like this dude yeah, yeah. did it yeah yeah the next uh like the continued goal, I'm there for the next four years. Like, looking to build a Walmart, man. I'm looking to build a Walmart. Like, really looking to have like my fat logo, like on the, on the like the front of like a fat facility. That's just like a, a huge weight room, uh, like 50 feet of t- 50 yards of turf, uh, and just doing the damn thing right. Like, and just and just like for me, like the training camp process so far has been such a blessing, man. Like bringing like all these athletes together, like a lot of people from your camp here as well. Which has been fucking dope. Honestly, that's fucking, I think that's dope as hell. To be yeah, we with share you. a lot of athletes, yeah, yeah. and that's I think, so. I think that's, that's fire. To be I honest. think it's the coolest thing. Because uh, like I'm always talking to them, how fucking like uh, I met you guys, and how like fucking like I got introduced to you guys, and how I kind of like talked to you guys at first. Um, but like I think it's just dope being able to fucking have them like tap in with me, tap in with you, understand the fucking like like you said, like you educate, I educate, so I understand like what it means to like continue training and not just fucking like just do one thing, just do skill, but continue to fucking like seek the best you could possibly can as far as training principles and stuff like that. Uh, so I really enjoy like being able to have athletes like from different areas come different or athletes that train in different camps come. Cause for me, it means like we are not like we're not a little bit different, but like we add value on the lacrosse space a lot. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was talking to a parent about like, like I said earlier about developing the full athlete, but like how we bring it into <clears throat> like our sessions are like two hours, if you will. So the first hour will be, like either like a speed or like weight room like development day and at that point like the next hour will be like going into lacrosse and a lot of times we'll have the chance to like really tie in some of the principles we learned in the weight room into like our lacrosse piece and for me it's being able to like transfer all that and give athletes like the keys they need like that's been such a blessing to like see all that transfer and like transfer very well uh and at that point like for me the goal is to like create this uh think about how i'm speaking about this so i can really be intentional uh, the mission, the current mission right now that I'm on is to continue to build this training camp model to like be dominant when it comes down to like just developing athletes from like a skill standpoint 
in a performance standpoint, like making them faster, making them more agile, the abilities to load and explode, but then more importantly, the ability to fucking, like, yo, dominate on the field, like, like get a PhD, have a doctor in your sport. Like, that's what means most. Like, last night I had my open gym, and that was, like, my first time getting, like, a lot of my athletes back since uh, our training camp, which has been, I think, like, three weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, and we went through, like, a, a five-on-four in the gym. Bro, seeing these athletes just ball. God, and bro, they, I can say this respectfully, they could not ball. <laughs> like when I first like put them through like some skill stuff uh, in the first training camp, first few weeks, um, and just like the way I turn intensity up, like being able to see them come back and just flow, I'm just like, holy shit. Like I hit on hit on something, I think. You know what I mean? You gotta keep, gotta keep experimenting, you know what I mean? But like just continue to build this so I, uh, in like the next few years when like that lease is up, I have – the opportunity to really go ahead and expand into a bigger space, have like that big weight room, have the turf. So now we can really host these three training camps, uh, get more coaches on staff and like really just build the thing out. Like have, I feel like everyone's saying this at this point, maybe it's just the world I'm in, uh, but like just have uh, like the recovery space, have yeah, like, no, uh, like the nutrition space, have and obviously the performance space and like have like that all in one. Like I know like the impact is up here and like they're like a big like court, space or court base they're a big they're a big court space and i'll we've talked about this i guess i'll say it publicly they're a big court space and like beautiful facilities Mm -hmm. but sometimes what places like that are missing Mm -hmm. is somebody with the story that you just told Mm -hmm. that i walked into an empty space at one point i had fucking nothing Mm -hmm. I envision this space. I envision helping people. I envision everything to exactly the inch that the turf is laid out at and exactly the inch of where the squat rack is placed and exactly the feeling I want somebody to have when they walk in the door, right? Like beautiful facilities are nice, Mm -hmm. but I think, I think in us, in our world, Mm -hmm. people wanting to help other people and be in a community and, people respond to feeling how they feel when they walk in to your place. 100% relationships. Relationships, and because they can feel everything that you put into it. 100%. It's, uh, it's, that's the power that you have in a field like this when you're with people every day, mm-hmm. is if you're the creator of it and you're the operator, it's like that's that's felt. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, like, that's... uh. That's like that's you like I I get to have the blessing of seeing that almost like every week if you will is having people like reach out and say like, hey man appreciate X Y and Z you know and that kind of like makes it a lot better uh, and like allows you to see like the true value of it all mm-hmm. you know and like for me like when I was t- like I've had uh, the pleasure of just like helping some people like just kind of like get started in, like the entrepreneurship side just like self employment side whatever yeah let's talk about that uh, a little bit too yeah, yeah. I was I was talking to somebody in here this morning about our industry. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her that it's a weird industry because you see a lot of people who are in it because they just want to be somebody. Mm-hmm. They want to be a loud voice. Yeah, yeah. They want to be, be an, yeah. They want to be an influencer. Right. Right. They want to amass this big following on social media. But how many people want to be in this field because they want to create something that's going to feed them for their life and that's sure. going to feed their family and that's going to create jobs for other people. How many people in this field view it as that? Yeah, yeah. And not just like, let me post some sexy mm-hmm. videos online and that's this like, week. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I took, when I first got into the industry, when I like transitioned from teaching into fitness, I took this course called Steel on the Walls, which is a business course. Um, 
It was an awesome freaking course, man. It taught you like the true like values of business, like what it means to have like steel in the wall to hold up your fucking business. Because if you have a fucking house that doesn't have steel in the walls, shit's gonna burn down. You know what I mean? But if you have actually, if you actually have like steel pillars like this motherfucker has, like you're gonna be straight. You know what I mean? It might burn the things around it, but you can actually like rebuild it. You know what I mean? So having like those pillars means a lot. Uh, so for me, like one of those pillars is like value. Like what's the value you're providing to the to, like to your business to the people, uh, and really like dialing into a T on that you know like what like what's the value who do you provide that value to how do you provide that value how good do you provide that value you know what I mean so like when I, whenever I talk to people who are like looking to get into just any space really it's all about like hey man like uh, be willing to work for free definitely do that be, yeah. willing, be willing to like one like shut up and just learn you know what I mean uh, not be seen and just fucking just put in the work like, like, just put in the reps. Like, for me, like, uh, like, just thinking back, like, to my journey, and, like, even now, like, I love working every day, all day, because it's just reps. And I know, like, for me, uh, been blessed to, like, just be pretty good at lacrosse, if you will. So at that standpoint, it's just, like, I know it got me to be pretty good at lacrosse. And from there, it's just, like, okay, now that that time is done, now that I've accepted that that time is done, let's do the same exact thing and fucking turn it up. When it comes to coaching, like let's restart the process. You know, it comes just like, hey, for me, this guy to like learn, put in the reps, put in the reps, put in the reps. You're not going to be good until probably the tail end of it. But it's like put in the reps, man. Like the more you put in the reps, the better you're going to be. And that just comes with like along with that, what kind of reps are you putting in? Like I tell my right. athletes all the time, like yeah, we could sit here and fucking pound the wall all day. And like we talked about in training camp, like cut some throats. And it's like, the fuck is this lazy shit? Like, I just sat here and watched you guys do this for, like, this long. Like, I, I, like I'll have a video sometimes, and it's like this, is, like, this is what I saw. Like, now y'all get to see it. And everyone's just like, oh, shit. Like, I can't believe. And I'll call everyone up. I'm like, yo, what did you see here? What did you see here? And, like, oh, I was lazy here, lazy here. I'm like, all right, cool. So, like, hitting the wall is not it. Like, hitting the, like, hitting the wall is not it. It's how you hit the fucking wall. And that all comes back to, like, I often go to uh, the cemetery, visit my mom, just have conversations about, like, life. And, like, one day I got fucking tight at myself i'm just like damn but i'm out here coaching lacrosse and like a lot of things translate to like life every single day and it's just like yo make the adjustment when you, when you see you miss the net make the adjustment when you see something's not going the right way make the adjustment when it comes down to like just trying to be good at something hit the wall but also how you hit the wall matters and you can't just sit there and be lazy with it you're gonna fucking get lazy results and not be good for a long time but if you like yo like send it and like really focus on like the small details heavy to a certain extent and like just rep out those small things get great at them and like just keep expanding that's how you get great you know what i mean and at that point just like keep doing those things and a lot of people don't want to accept that when they're getting into the industry it's like yeah. those small things and like it's a for me because you're not getting rewarded every day for those small actions that's where people no, fall off mm -hmm. it's, it's dividends dividend work I, I, I say it always pays dividends like i'm like uh the dopest thing my best friend right now Shout out BM Shoes. Uh, my best friend right now is going through, like, his, like, he's starting his own business, which is dope, doing well. Like, he's growing, and he's literally faster than I am, which is, like, the part, like, the goal, because I'm, like, kind of, like, coaching him through it. He's going through, like, almost everything I've been through, and, like, it's been, like, the, yo, man, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> like, the, mm. yo, I'm not making enough money. Like, the, yo, like, I'm, I'm like, kind of, like, not going to uh, get to a certain spot when it comes down to, like, paying bills. I'm just like, hey, man, like, dope. You're on the right journey. Like, stay consistent, and I promise you, like, like there was a time where, like, he went from, like, a full-time job 
to like transitioning into like entrepreneurship. That's that's so well said though. All those feelings, like, mm-hmm. am I doing it right? Is this really what I should be doing? Am I gonna pay the bills? Oh, yeah. You're gonna feel those. 100%. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And that just comes down to like, hey, like that's the pressure you need to have to like. Uh, we were talking about like, yo, it always comes down to like, yo, at that point, if this shit fails, get to what's on, big dog. It's on you. Like he had a he had a great job before. And there was times where, like, I was coming to him talking about the same shit. Like, yo, fam, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if it's for me, man. Like, I'm working these long hours, not really getting paid like that. Like, uh, yada, yada, yada. And, like, now, like, here he is in the other tail end, like, going through his thing. And, like, I'm kind of, like, in a good spot. Like, I'm feeling, like, pretty solid, pretty comfortable in my position. Uh, and able to, like, kind of coach him through, like, hey, man, like, you're going to go through that. But the most important part, like we just talked about, provide value to your people. Figure out what works. Figure out what doesn't work. And continue to make the adjustment. And at that point... You're going to figure out, like, what works, stay consistent, let that be, like, what drives the value, pays the bills, if you will, and continue just to make the adjustment. Like, for me, to the business side of this thing, like, it's kind of a sport, you know what I mean? Like it's 100% figure, a sport. Like, figuring it, out, like, what works, figuring out what doesn't. It's my sole competitive outlet now in life, <laughs> is and business. Yeah, and from an athlete, it's a dope, like, from an athlete perspective, it's, it's dope. Because, like, you get to, like, just look at, you could say, certain metrics, figure out, like, like we always say, like, what works, what doesn't, how can I adjust, how can I tweak? Then from there, like, uh, I like to see, obviously, the award. Like, like how well am I doing based on, like, a few things for me? Like, how many, uh, to a certain extent, how many people are coming to the door? And then at that point, like, obviously, how much, how many dollars are we making? Uh, and then from there, also, I like, like, my biggest thing is, like, truly, how much progress are you making? Because, like, I could have people come in the door all day and make no progress. But, like, yo, like, how much progress are you making? So, like, it's always, like values in uh like the business but also like values in like the approach to like how you like, get the thing done you know so for me uh helping people who are on the journey of self-employment slash entrepreneurship um like that's it you gotta provide values gotta provide value gotta find like those like the like the site to steal in the walls which is like the pillars that make your business and at that point like focus on just building like don't worry about making anything for the first like three to six months if you will mm-hmm. like obviously like you need to make money so fucking like do your best to like charge respectable rates to like make ends meet you might have to get like a little part-time job at first but keep the main thing the main thing that's like the most important part like don't like, i've been through it like uh i've ubered heavy enough to the point where, like i'm damn near falling asleep in a session and you're just like not it like not it like, i'm not giving 100 percent to my people and at that point you gotta cut back on something you know what I mean? So, like, you got to find that balance, but also make sure, like, you're getting those needs met. You might have to, like, for me, fuck it. Like, you might have to miss some bills. You know what I mean? Like, you, you might have to sacrifice some shit, and that's okay. Because at, like, at the other end of it, like, as an athlete, like, you want to be great, right? So, it's like, if you want to be fucking great, go ahead and get it. Like, uh, my grandma taught me. She's from the South. Might not be the best on this side of the tracks. But, like, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. But, like, um... When it comes to, like, paying bills, you know what I mean? It's like, what are they going to do? <laughs> like, like, Shout out to your grandma. <laughs> like, what are they going to do? Like, you know what I mean? And, like, that's obviously not the lesson to live by. <laughs> but to a certain extent, when it comes down to it, my my friends, it's just like, yo, like, you got to understand, like, yo, do I pay, like, the insurance this month? Do I pay the car note? Which one do I got to choose between that? Do I pay the rent? You know what I mean? So it's just like, well, rent costs more. Okay. Uh, the car company, how long until they take my car? All right, we can make that work. You know what I mean? So you got you got to do some things sometimes. So it's just like, but also, like on the back end, like make sure you're continuing to put in work, you know? And for me, it's like I've been through that. I'm not ashamed to fucking say it because like we're here now. 
like, hey, Deion Sanders, we're fucking here now. You know He's so mean? cool to watch, coach, that's right my, now. That's my you guy. Agree? He's the man. That's my guy. Um, so at that point, it's just like um, I really enjoy – I really enjoyed, um, like, being able to, like, go through, like, that grind and, like, the opportunity to simply, uh, like, I won't say sacrifice, but sacrifice some things, go through the uncomfortable times. Uh, even, like, when I was in Florida, like, go through, like, the uncomfortable times to figure out, like – like and it's like you want to be the best, so like you're gonna keep putting in the work to be the best. So like if things aren't going well or right or like feeling right, like you'll make the adjustment. If they're going right, stay consistent. You know what I mean? Like and it might not be fucking like everything's going right, so you're making a ton of money right away. But it might be like yo, I'm hitting on something. Something's like consistent. Like, right. How can I like continue to like expand upon that thing? And like at that point, like when I first started, it went from like literally my schedule went from like hey i'm open between seven to like 10 every hour on the money like classes fucking every hour didn't get a single person and i'm just like all right like i'm open i'm having classes why why is no one coming and i said okay like that's not it so like i had to like boil that down to like hey like my mentor is just like yo man like maybe offer just like instead of like every hour offer one hour and just try to fill that as best as possible i'm just like but yeah i'm not gonna make as much money and then we talked about like yeah, but if you, like we talked about the business side of like, instead of you charging like one person 25 bucks uh, for like one person every hour, 25 bucks versus having one hour where fucking you have, let's say 10 people where you charge 25 bucks. What's more important, money or time? And then mm-hmm. we go to the time and money aspect of like, well, I do like to live. I do like, I do have family, I do have a dog. I do have uh, like, I just want to live, eat. You know, I mean, eating's fun, sleeping's fun. Also be able to do those things. Like it makes sense to like say, hey, like let's cut down on some hours so I can do some of these things, you know, maybe like charge a little bit more so I can get that back. So like time versus money aspect really means a lot. So like when it comes down to like being young in it, like you have to sacrifice time. You know what I mean? But like when it comes down to like growing and growing and growing, you can start cutting that stuff down. You know what I mean? So like it wasn't from, like, I didn't go from like 10 to one. I went from like, okay, here's like, 10 hours well honestly it was like okay i need to get adults in the morning time and at that point i need to do athletes in the afternoon just to like get coaching get my name out there get the reps and at that point still trying to figure out what i wanted to do so just boiling it down like okay i like the adult side but i really like the athlete side it's based on like what i do me being a teacher it's like kind of like where i'm at with things Mm -hmm. so i'm just like okay like how can we shift the gifts shift the value to like i got a fucking degree in education and also fucking uh have like a background at that point, uh, in like uh, physical education, uh, and doing a lot uh, as far as like uh, strength conditioning with like my lacrosse team back in college, so I'm just like, hey man, like, how can we continue to like narrow this thing down, narrow this thing down? And it's like, oh, strength and conditioning, at, instead of like hit, like just that switch of like philosophy is mm-hmm. different, and that like that switched my approach to coaching, but then it started to switch my approach to like, okay, do I want to do this with adults or do I want to do this with athletes more? And so I was just like how can I tell the adults that I just want to train athletes and like for them to like get me their kids. Uh, and then it just like kept just boiling it down, boiling it down and on the other side of like just learning more, learning more, learning more. And then here we are. So like I have one adult athlete on my schedule, but he's like an athlete uh, who is, uh, he's going to go to boot camp for, for a court officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being a court officer for New York state uh, and it's like a four month boot camp. So we've been going through like training camps all year, if you will. Uh, so I kind of consider him like an athlete just based on like what they have to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at that point, it all comes down to um, I enjoy working with adults, but I really want to continue to work with athletes. Uh, 
at the time that I work with athletes and then keep my days open so I can like continue to enjoy my like life with my grandma who's 97. Shouts to grandma. Shouts to uh, grams, and man. And my dog. Hey, uh, what are they going to do about it? Is that the same grams? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> straight, straight. Um, and yeah, really just enjoy time because like I was like, uh, like I was telling my friend like, yo, I've, like we're talking about the bangs, like man, like uh, probably like a two year window of like a lot of like overnight Ubers. Like literally, like there was days where I'm like literally like, yo, man, like we we lost a few years off this one. Like I'm like straight and like mm-hmm. kind of sad about it. Cause I'm just like, yo, I know I not know it, but like, dude, there's no way this is good for you. Like sleep, like not sleeping, and drinking <laughs> and drinking these freaking energy drinks. Of uh, at, like I would try to have like dinner before I'd go out, but then like just eating like kind of like trash food on the road. Uh, I mostly ended up just like drinking, like just eating like uh, combos, like those freaking like oh, whatever. Like the pretzely things. Yeah, yeah. Pizza uh, flavored. And then like I was a big peanut guy for a little bit, cause, like yeah, you know I mean decent. Yeah. Uh, but those just got peanutted. Like you can only eat so many peanuts, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that just got just annoying. So like just had to switch it up. Uh, but yeah, I went through like two years of just straight grind mode. You know what I mean? So like being able to respect my time now is like something I had to learn after like just like having the nine to five and going to entrepreneurship self employment route. Mm-hmm. And from there, being able to uh, understand like we talked about like the time versus money aspect, like what what means the most. Um, and then being able to understand, like, for me, kind of like what allows the business to flourish. And I was like, I was looking at uh, our conversation for today, uh, just thinking about like what KPIs drive the business. Like for me, it's just like progress. It's pretty much it. And that comes down to fucking like how much like the like your coaching, like so like how like how good of a coach you are is going to dictate the progress of your athletes, which is going to dictate like for me. I think you might have told me this, like word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the biggest thing. And even like my mentor in the first gym, like old, old guy. Like this dude, he trained, which is crazy, kind of like, I won't say annoying, but he trained a lot of like great D1 athletes. And the, his style of training is wild, <laughs> wild. Like, like stuff you would never do. Fam, never. And like we were in the same gym. And it's just like we're out here doing like what we do. And he's over here doing like, a mixture of like high intensity fucking P90X fucking shouts to my guy. I'm not going to call him out, but shouts to him. Um, but even he was just like, like early on in business when I was like going around trying to fucking put uh, flyers on cars and like uh, call it boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Golly, uh, boots on the ground. Uh, I was going for like trying to go door to door in the plaza saying, hey, this is who I am. So what I do like come in, give you a free session, yada, yada, yada. He was like, hey, man, <laughs> want to know the best kind of advertisement? No advertisement. He's like, be a great fucking coach. I'm just like, but I don't got no one to coach. And then fucking this one day came by where I was like, I was out like doing uh, like fucking boots on the ground advertisement. And an athlete came by, one of my first athletes. <laughs> and then I came back. He was like, hey, uh, someone stopped in. Fucking numbers on the desk. He was like, back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, that would have been my fucking athlete. But I know you don't got anyone, so here, so here, give him a fucking call. Shout out my guy, Xavier Lopez. That's my fucking guy. Uh, baller, Albany Academy, killing it. Um, it's my fucking guy. And that was like my first athlete Dude. ever. Because I was like, and like at that point, it was just like, literally, and he was always talking to me about like, yo, man, just fucking be here. Like you have a business. Like thankfully it was in a plaza, like a great spot. Like uh, I won't say not like this spot, but like you have to fucking like know where the spot's at, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we were in a plaza, uh, so like people just like walked by and it was like just a grandfather, like just walking by, saw a fucking fortitude sports performance. He was like, Hey, you got a grandson, yada, yada. Uh, and I wasn't there. He was like, I told you to fucking just be here. 
like you're in a plaza people are gonna fucking walk in just because like you're here yeah people in del mar are fucking uh very um ambitious people who want to see what's going on uh so at that point just be there you know and like at that point you're gonna get your um your interest you know what i mean give them something for free add value right away and then go from there and the rest is history this episode of Off Exit 10 is brought to you by Drink Alchemy. Fatigue and brain fog affect us all, destroying everything we pursue. Whether as an athlete, artist, creator, or entrepreneur, our mind holds the key to performing optimally. By combining the most potent organic nootropics found in nature, Drink Alchemy delivers sustainable boost to creativity, memory, energy, and focus in one epic beverage. Stop pumping your body full of excessive amounts of caffeine and unknown proprietary blends from other energy drinks and get clean energy from Drink Alchemy's natural nootropics like lion's mane, L-theanine, and caffeine from green tea. Used by Olympians, D1 athletes, MMA fighters, and entrepreneurs, Drink Alchemy has become a huge part of my daily routine making sure I'm functioning optimally during long days of coaching athletes, running CDSF, and getting in quality workouts myself. So do yourself a favor and ditch the energy drinks loaded with caffeine, other stimulants, and who knows what else, and head over to drinkalchemy.com today. Live with your mind unbound and save 10% off your order by using code CDSF at checkout. That's drinkalchemy.com, promo code CDSF, for 10% off your order today. Yeah, I mean, being present is definitely something that, speaks volumes to like if you're there people walk in they're gonna find you 100 you know it's a lot easier to do that than it is for you to spend endless hours with your boots on the ground out there trying to mm-hmm. advertise for yourself that was something as a head trainer at new york sports club in new york city i told like any new trainer i was like just be here mm-hmm. all the time be here all the time people will then see you and then people will then ask you questions and then people will then sign up with you i'm like you're not going to get any business if you're not here right and they were like you're right I was like, I don't care if you're four hours or 15 hours. I'm like, be here for 25, be here for 30. Like, Yeah, because yeah. h- how you get better, you're right, is reps of coaching people. Mm-hmm. Reps and reps and reps. And yeah, quality coaching reps, gee, yeah. Like you can make that a KPI. And to that, s- to that, s- sorry to cut you off. Go the, ahead. No, the more quality coaching reps you have, dude, the better everything's going to be. 100%. I was going to say um, a huge part, too, is personal development. So you got to realize, like, when it comes down to like who you are, mm-hmm. the people you're trying to attract, you know, like obviously like I'm an athlete, cool. I can like just possibly from look attract other athletes, but also just having the ability to like start a conversation, mm-hmm. tell them like who you are, what you do, who you're with, like that's very important, you know? So it's being able to like develop yourself into a person that like, like we talked kind of about earlier, like like, he, like my mentor said like, yo, don't bring something into the gym you wouldn't want or recommend to your athletes. Like, also, like, be someone your athletes want to kind of be like, you know? So having the chance to kind of, like, develop your person and personality into, like, I came from, college, like, a college across captain at that point. So I was in, like, my my goal in high school through, co- or through like, high school into college was to go be a Marine officer. Yeah. So I was going to go to OCS, the oh, Marine shit. Corps. Like, that was, like, fam. That was it. Like, that was, like, yo, I'm only going to college to play lacrosse. I'm going to get a degree because I'm at college. And we're going to the Marine Corps. Like, that's it. I'm going to be fucking special ops. Like, the rest is history. And at that point, um, I was, like, just gung-ho on, like, just, like, like, uh, like a, just a, a different style of coaching, if you, or, uh, like, leadership at that mm-hmm. point in time, if you will. Like, Marine Corps style. Like, that's literally back in the YouTube days, like, the OG YouTube days. Uh, that's, like, what I would watch 100%. Like, a lot of SEAL videos, like, how they would go through, like. Um, no, kids don't know about the OG Kimbo Slice days. Kimbo Slice days. Oh, my goodness. Back up, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, I got, I got, yeah. You, and that's like just how I got. Like I've asked kids when I was in Florida, like, hey man, like you guys. Jay, uh, find a Kimbo Slice video right now. <laughs> I was like, hey guys, you just you... want the audio? <laughs> I want to watch it, spin it around. I want to see a couple punches thrown. Oh man, rest in peace to Kimbo. <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, but just being able to have the ability uh, to like go to YouTube, study something, and just go in the backyard and like have no other like distractions. Like that was it, man. Kids are missing out on that. Um, where are we going? I got stuck on Kimbo Slice. <laughs> I was just thinking about Kimbo Slice videos, too. Um, I don't know. Oh, you were talking about personal. You were talking, about, talking about, like, uh, wanting to go into the, the Marine Corps, Corps oh, like yeah, yeah. the leadership side oh, yeah, of things, yeah. and, like, how, like, a diff or a different style of coaching and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Uh, so, like, at first, like, coming out of college, uh, I was, like, just pretty much based on, like, where I wanted to go into OCS. I literally, like, went through the whole process of, um, like, uh, I forgot. It's been so damn long. Like, application, going, go, going through screening. Oh, you went that far? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was like in it, and then fucking, uh, I had too many tattoos. Stop. So not even too many. The rule is that can't you, be a thing. Still, is no, it? it's not. Which, which I'm bullshit. Hey, everything happens for a reason, like we talked about. Right. But like, and like, literally, uh, I told myself when I became an All American in college, that's when I can get a lacrosse tattoo. Uh, so I became an All-American, uh, my, I think it might've been my second year when I became an All-American. Um, and then at that point I was like, all right, like, let's get tatted up. Let's do it. Well, literally they're just like, Hey, if you have a, t or a tattoo on your leg bigger than your like hand or your palm at that point in time, that fucking rule anyways. like you can't, like we can't take you fam. My calf tat <laughs> on, my, on my leg is my lacrosse tattoo and like the lacrosse stick sticks stick out. And, like, for me, like, that was, like, a, a sign at that point. Like, okay, like, lacrosse is meant to be, like, my thing. Like, right. to, like, really, like, like focus on it. Because, like, literally, two different paths. Like, Marine Corps, it's like, yeah, we're slinging guns, slinging lead, if, like, living a different life. If that tattoo was a little smaller, you may be in the Marine Corps? No, there's no may. I'm, I'm there. You are, you're there. Fam. I'm, like, for me, like, we talked about, like, just being the best. Like, I was been blessed to, like, be a two-time All-American. So, like, yo, we were the best in college across you accomplished that first goal. Like, that was the goal since I started playing the cross. I could just be the best. Uh, and at that point, like, the country said I was the best. Dope. Fire. Now, it's just like, yo, like, now we're about to go with special ops. Like, let's, like, like in college, I was always, like, telling my, um, my fucking guys, like, yo, like, that's, like, that's my goal. You know what I mean? So, like, when I left, like, that was the mission. Unfortunately, like, like it didn't happen. You know what I mean? But uh, I was definitely going, for sure. But, like, just literally going through the process, they told me, like, it wasn't a go. Uh, but long story short, like my style was a lot different back then as far as like coaching, leading a group of grown ass, grown ass men in college, you know, uh, who fucking do way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Otto lacrosse. Uh, but yeah, I was definitely a different leader back then. So I had to tell myself, Hey man, when it comes down to leading these high school students, we got to dive really into your teaching bag, a lot different, like teaching bag heavy. And then from there, just be a lot different in, like, your leadership approach, which is different than, like, teaching. So I got to, like, at that point, dive into, like, leadership, how to, like, how to lead, how to get the best out of someone. Uh, and then from there, like, take that into the weight room and then just, like, pour, 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 see how it works. Uh, I kind of talked about it last podcast, but, like, had the chance to go down in Florida uh, and go from, like, a micro coaching level to then um, coaching on a macro level uh, for, like, a high school team, Boca Raton Lacrosse. Uh, we won a state chip, or no, uh, district chip, uh, dist district two A uh, championship, twenty twenty two, and for me that was like that was like right after I spent so many reps just like learning leadership, 
and like how to get the best out of someone. And now for me at that point, I was like, yo, the creator put me in position to see what you're made of. Like, yo, see if you can actually take a group of men with this different style of leadership and bring them to victory. And literally it was their first, like, hey, they were, they were raw when I first got there. I got, and I got there late. I got there two weeks, three weeks into the actual season. So like no preseason, no nothing. And at that point, I was just like, all right, we got to, at that point I had to like reset the, like the coaches a little bit. We got to talk about like, hey, like expectations. You know what I mean? Like it starts with us. Like it really starts with us from the top down. Then at that point, like we got to, we got to lay the foundation. So like then diving into like taking my strength conditioning principles of like, hey man, like and this is the end goal. Phase one, day one, like passing and catching, because these dudes can't pass and catch. So we can't run an offense, damn near can't score a goal, like on purpose, if dudes can't pass and catch. And like for me, just been blessed to like, just know what the hell we're doing. We gotta break it all the way down. So at that point, it's broke all the way down, built the guys all the way up. Long story short, won a 2A chip, district chip. And that was a, that was a blessing in itself. And that told me like, hey man, like to a certain extent, you know what you're doing at this level. Uh, so let's go ahead and take it to the next level and go back on up to the north and get it done. Yeah, man. Did you find a Kimbo video? <laughs> Give us. I've, it's been, dude, it's been 20 years since I've seen one of these. He was in the UFC, know. too. Yeah, he had a couple fights. Yeah, what one is this? This better be the original. Oh, this is like the original. This is like the first That's one good. I saw. I mean, these are just raw, dude. Yeah, yeah. Backyard. I think it was, he was from Florida, too. From I think he's a yeah. Florida guy. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, didn't he play football? He played football in Miami, or is that like a myth? I don't know. I don't sure think, he, I don't think he played football. Yeah, I don't yeah. his real name. Shouts to Kimbo. Shouts to Kimbo. Yeah, these are crazy. Kids could pull these up and look. I don't know. There was just like when I think of original YouTube, like that's it. That's, that's, that's what you would look at. You would hear about like, yo, who's that guy? You didn't hear homeboy? Let me show you real quick. And then you show. He's like, yo, this is wow. That's like, crazy. Yo, he like knocked this one guy's eye out in this video. Yo, there's like, oh man, yeah, there's a there's a wild world back then. It's it's. Yeah, the internet's crazy. The internet's crazy. He did have an athletic scholarship to the U. To the U. Yeah. Did he? Did he actually play that? Like, I don't know if he actually played. played. It says for college he attended both Bethune uh, Cookman University and the University of Miami, where he had held an athletic scholarship and studied criminal justice. Shouts. He was down. there for a year and a half. He tried out for the Miami Dolphins in '97 and was part of the preseason squad, but did not make a spot on the first team. Shouts, Kimbo, man, legend. Shout out to Kimbo Slice, man. That's beauty. Yeah, that's a wild place. So what do you have queued up right now? You're going to have off-season training camps? Is that correct? Uh, Yeah. So uh, I'm just thinking about conversation. Um, Yeah, we got – so right now, like, I'm just in, like, a low period. So this is, like – I'm still in, like, year one of this experiment and getting the reps of, like, the training camp between the training camp. Because, like, for me, I guess, like, the, the format that I'm looking for – is to be able to like, yo, run the training camp. You know what I mean? Like, I like to say I'm blessed to have athletes that have camps like you guys to come train through like all year round, just fire. Uh, so like, hey, go do your thing. You know what I mean? And like when it gets like that time for, I call it like a fall two training camp, we'll go ahead and knock that out. We got that starting October 23rd. And that's gonna run until the second to last week of December. It's gonna be an eight week training camp. Uh, and that's just gonna be just like a, an intro into our preseason training camp. It's going to start January, the first week. Uh, that's what I have queued up. So, like, there's a gap in between, like, each training camp. So, like, right now we're kind of in that gap. Um, I've had, I guess I won't say the annoying part about, like, making the adjustment between summer and fall. It's just, like, the scheduling. But, like, I've been blessed to grow again, so it's awesome. However, time stays the same. So it's just, like, school limits time. So we start at three mm -hmm. for, like, most athletes, then go until – 
uh, eight to nine for some athletes. Um, and at that point, it's, I wanted to do mostly just personal training. I just want I really enjoy working one-on-one with athletes and like really understanding the athlete and like getting the most out of them and like doing that for hey, until you get that scholarship, to be honest with you, because that's like, that's what I'm in it for, uh, just being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that point, it's just like, I love the one-on-one. I really do, whether it's like, other athletes missing out a little bit. Like I was kind of torn on it because like my one mentor said like, "Hey man, like the group is more the group is more important than the, than the one. The many is more important than the the few." So at that point, I'm just like, "All right, we gotta do something like between this gap." Because I've had like a ton of people like at, just reach out and say, "Hey man, like looking to do like PT or just looking to do some sort of training." So at that point, I'm just like, "All right, I don't want to like, I don't want to like." disvalue my training camp and just like put out like just like a random ass like group i don't like right. i don't like the randomized groups where people just like for me i think those are like kind of like this well i think as you build you a training camp and people start to you know you're developing the product and people start to know hey this is this is alex's product and i love what it's about yeah yeah it's like yeah you don't want to devalue what that product is 100%. what that service is right so like uh for me i just wanted to like go like uh, like underground for a little bit for like a few weeks until the next one um, but then it's, the amount of people hit me up, I was like, you know what, like, let's just go ahead and, uh, like do like an open gym style. I was really trying to like think of like, yo, what kind of value can I provide to the people that's like not as like, uh, commitment based, if you will, like not as serious, but still the ability to like train properly. You know what I mean? Not just come in randomly, if like mm-hmm. randomly to a certain extent. Um, so I'm just like, okay, like an open gym style, I guess we can do, would kind of work well. Uh, so now for the next uh five weeks if you're counting this week we're doing like an open gym uh monday tuesday thursday friday uh which is pretty dope athletes coming in i was going to go for me it's just more of like a speed development and skill development so we're just going through kind of like uh a phase one through four to be honest Mm -hmm. uh just going through just phase one uh going through week one through four i was going through like speed development getting them where they need to be so when i see them uh like into our fall two training camp a lot of them are looking a lot better which is pretty cool but it's also showing me that like a lot of these athletes just want to continue training. So mm-hmm. I got to provide that value or that like system that's going to allow them to keep training in between the training camps. Because for me, that's like what I'm really looking forward to doing and building like uh, the brand, the business off of like having those three training camps a year, developing freaking great athletes from all over the place, you know. Uh, and then from there, turning it up. So I guess queued up for the rest of the year. This is the open gym, uh, our fall two training camp, and then uh, just preparing for the preseason yeah man how do you choose what music you play in the gym honestly i like no music in the gym like just we getting after it yeah yeah so like uh we're talking earlier about like the setup of the gym i purposely didn't put uh like a sitting area in my gym this time that's smart um i don't want parents lingering fam fuck that (laughs) (laughs) we used to have a couch over there as you see there's just no couch over there i had a my first gym we had like a big one yeah and like to like at that point in time we're trying to grow so like i, I enjoy the parents politicking you know what <laughs> i mean but it's also like i don't got time to politic mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and now like i got like athletes like uh just from a teaching perspective like like always see you know what i mean so like i got athletes behind me doing whatever i can't i'm talking to you you know when <laughs> I gotta I gotta be with them i got your kids back there yeah, you yeah. pay me right now to help Facts. them <laughs> uh and then for there i'm just like all right uh next gym no sitting area like yo just let the kids come in do what they do yes, like we'll, we'll talk when we got to talk That's on the phone great you, you idea. Can, 
uh, we could set up a time to like really just talk on the phone. To be honest, it's like what I do mostly now. Some parents might stop in. I might catch them before a session, in between a session still, uh, which is cool. Like, it's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's dope. Fire. Keep doing it if we need to. You know what I mean? Uh, I will say respectively, this has been eating at my heart. I'm a hard guy to reach. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a very hard guy to reach. No, we'll get to music in a second. I'm a very hard guy to reach. It's okay. Cause like, I'm coaching all day every day, right? Uh, I start in the morning too. So like, I'll start at five in the morning. Uh, I'll coach my athlete for a good amount of time, uh, and then like I'll go home and just help my grandma enjoy that time, do my dog, uh, and then business, like really just doing business and programming. Like it's like I won't say almost every day, but pretty much every day. Uh, and then from there, like even like here, it's a half hour drive. My phone call was 40 minutes. So it's just like, if I talk to one parent, like there goes my free time. You know what I mean? I want to listen to, I, wanna, I was trying to listen to Downey's podcast. On the way up here. <laughs> Shout out to Downey. I love, I was <laughs> telling Jordan that you guys, you've known Downey since when? Since you since were ha- Literally day one. That's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, and I'm kind of tight. Breen wore the Amsterdam hoodie because Downey gave me his hoodie. I was going to swag it here today too <laughs> to get the flick. Uh, Shout out to Breen. Uh, to give you guys a little surprise. Like, I know, I know a little thing or two, uh, but I was tight. I'm like, I saw he wore it. I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> Breen. Uh, um, but yeah, so. Long story short, parents, uh, hard to reach, but definitely reach out because I'll get to you. A part of it is, too, like I've had, a, I've been blessed to have parents reach out uh, and I always get their kids in, which has been pretty dope. Uh, recently, it's been kind of tough because like, I'm just like, there's no, not enough hours in the day. So I'm trying to figure out, like like I said, between the training camps, like what system can I use to get more athletes in? So like I don't like responding and not what, having an answer. Do you have in your head a plan where you're like, I hire person number two? Fam. I've been trying to do that for not trying to. I'm not gonna, I haven't done a goddamn thing to do that. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying backtrack. I haven't gonna, done a goddamn thing for this, but it's been it's been brewing in my brain. I, I've talked about it to like multiple people. Uh, for me, the the like like I get I get excited talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal is to like hire like uh, the SNC, mm-hmm. like another SNC. So at that point. Uh, I can do just more of the skill stuff, but also so like I can have uh, I'm, t- I'm, sh- I'm taking this from my mentor, Phil DeRue, uh, being able to like, I won't say choose the athletes I'm trying to work with, but like having the ability to like really tap in with like certain athletes to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Because like, hey, there's only one of me. You know what I mean? And like it right now, everyone wants uh, to work with me. But like it's also it's like a lot of athletes need to start like developing themselves versus an athlete. So if I can have like an SNC to like just develop the athlete side, mm-hmm. and also me too, like to, like have them shadow me first. Like hey, this is what we do. This is how we've done it. You know what I mean? Like definitely help us build. You know what I mean? But like kind of show them how we do things, how we've gotten things done. Uh, have them like then start taking like the SNC side, and I'll continue to work with like the athletes I want to, but still dive more into the skill side. That's kind of like my goal is to have like an, a true SNC, like doing their thing, killing that side of things. Uh, and then for me, taking the skill side, uh, the nerve wracking thing, I just built it. So like bringing someone in, I guess like for me, honestly, it's the exit of that person. And like, you shouldn't think about that, obviously. But like for me, it's it's just the exit. Cause yeah. like, I don't want, like, I said this a lot recently, like you could have two or like in the airport, you have rental car companies next to each other. They're all thriving. They're all in business. So mm-hmm. like that doesn't really matter at all. If like a person leaves and like takes some people. Um, but I don't want to like have someone come in. But what I feel your fear is what somebody leaves and then they're replicating you. Yeah. 
people if you're good at what you do and and, that's, we, and, and that's we speak like, like how we speak right now because we're honest open people mm -hmm. people are going to try to replicate you but they're not you yeah, yeah. they're not mm -hmm. everything you told us about right how you created your space and how it feels and how much thought you put into it bro right sure good fucking luck trying to do everything <laughs> i just yeah, did yeah, no, that's what i that. think well and i also think if you do get somebody like the idea is that you're getting somebody that wants to be a part of it and that's and, like and build it with you and not get somebody that's just there for a stepping stone that's, and that's like me trying to figure out like how do i go about finding someone or like what is the process of yeah. trying to like find someone who like hey man like like hey and also it's just like like we talk like we talk about the process of you know I me mean? getting to mm -hmm. being able to pay bills let's go there yeah that's real so like to a certain extent i like i want to have you walk in and me hand you some loot and be like yo like i get it but also I get it. You're not gonna fucking just come in here and like just start like whatever. Like you're gonna sit here for like a few months. Yeah. And, like I was talking to my mentor about like doing like a mentorship program that builds into like you actually working here. I think that's <clears throat> smart. That stresses me. We've had interns in the past, but like we don't have a formal intern program. Mm -hmm. That stresses me because it's known like, dude, there's probably there's not gonna be a job at the end of this. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm here to help you get better. Mm -hmm. You're gonna learn, but like that's not gonna be the case. Yeah. The the hiring your second person and your third and your it's stressful. It's needed. I ripped it that band. I ripped it's, like, it's like a new. It's a new layer, and, so, and that's what I'm kind of nervous about too. To be honest, like it's a new look. Cause like, hey, like I said, I'm hard to reach. It's already kind of busy. That's yeah. a new layer. Cause now it's just like I'm not. It's like, hey, here's like the, the like 60 plus athletes, but also here's a dude like like or dude. I honestly want I want a girl S and C. Dude, shout hey, out any shout girl S and C's out there. Yo, good <laughs> luck. Hey, hey. <laughs> Reach please, out to Alex, reach please, out to us, because, uh, yeah, we feel the same way. If you have interest in the SNC field or just, like, want it, like, yo, I want to change it up and give, like, my girl some flavor. Mm -hmm. And just, like, yo, just change the energy in the place. Because, like, and granted, like, girls, some girls like a dude coach, which is fire. But also, like. No, it's, it's good to have a, a female coach, dude, yeah, yeah. 100%. So, like, I definitely want to, like, aim to, like, get a female coach and to turn things up a little bit. I think it will be dope as hell. Um but yeah, man, like a uh, part of it's just like a new layer of like, yo, like this person has responsibility over like the brand a little bit and like, I don't want them to like misrepresent the brand. Yeah. You, you now know? are going to wear a manager hat. That's unavoidable. You're yeah. now going to, you're now going to think about what this person is doing. That's unavoidable. Right. It's a step to help grow for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's a step. But like, is there any, not, is there any, but I feel like there's some steps back to take some steps forward on that one. Yeah, there's steps back financially, and there's mm. steps back with your time. I ripped that Band-Aid off right away. When I went in, I could have went into the business solo mm -hmm. when I moved back here from Boston. And I uh, shout out to Mike Reinold. He's one of my biggest mentors. He owns a place champion uh, physical therapy and performance in, outside of Boston. And I talked to him a lot about you know, what your life is like if you do a solo right away versus with a partner. And I, uh, you know, I had my wife and we were moving back and we were starting to talk about having a kid. So I went into it and I brought in Dan, who was my friend from college, mm -hmm. who was working at Vent in the area. And I paid him right away. Mm -hmm. And I didn't pay myself. I didn't start paying myself until we opened in June of 2018, I didn't start paying myself until right before COVID. Really? And then COVID hit. <laughs> and then the fucking stimulus stuff was like, all right, we'll give you like half your paycheck. And I was like, bro, I barely was taking a paycheck. <laughs> Wait, 50, 50 cents? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's this going to be for me? God, <laughs> so it's, it's, 
it's that it's the scale of like well yeah it's less money into my pocket but to me every time it's less money into my pocket uh it's more money into the business and growing the business so mm-hmm. then you know maybe it's less money for me for a year mm-hmm. but then over three years is more money for me oh, and, yeah. and then on top of that it's also like the time thing you talked about before yeah. too oh, yeah. like time for you to be able to focus on other parts of the business focus yeah. on other parts of your life you know, life is like, important. so yeah. like it not only is it gonna yeah because paul, paul paul sees the scale here paul helps with the scale here you know the most in terms of scheduling and how we do how we schedule on coaches and how we see x number of people an hour it's yeah. a how do you view it it's a time management thing it's, and- a, it's all about like time management like how can you maximize like you know there was a point where three of us were here in the morning from nine to 12 mm-hmm. and there's three fucking people coming in the door. <laughs> right. Like why did three of us have to be here? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, two of us can be here. So one person can focus on business stuff. One person can coach. Right. And the third person can take that time now for themselves to go do something, you know, whether it's, you know, errands they have to run, spend time with their kid, right. spend time with their, you know, their significant other whatever it is now they have that little bit of extra time to do that or if they have other business things that they want to get done for the business like now they can do that whether it's writing programs or you know whatever it is so it's all about just maximizing like if you do bring somebody in what's the purpose behind it yeah. and what is the you know, where do you need them like where yeah, how's what, it gonna what free time up, of day how's it gonna free them? up you you know and then better the business right so if you need if you want an s and c that's that's gonna be focused on like that so that you can focus more on the skills you need somebody that's gonna be able to be there during those camps you're gonna need somebody that's gonna be there during those open gym hours 100%. and whatnot and then that way you can take either time to focus on those individual athletes that you want to focus on or business stuff that you don't need to focus on during that s and c time and now that second hour that's more the skill based stuff mm-hmm. you can just go to that and now this guy can focus on the business side of things. Hundred percent. So, yeah, it's a lot of delegating roles, is. and and that for me, like that came from like my background as like a manager in retail. It's mm-hmm. like okay, I got to maximize my floor hours with people here when I know it's busy, right? And when it's not busy, I, don't, I like I, I'm running the store by myself. I don't need somebody else here. Like I can handle this without you know. And that's obviously a different realm, but it's like yeah, but that's what that, you've done here with our staff. You know, that's that's where for me it's like yeah, like and then figuring out you know when we hire a part time guy, where can we fit his hours in? within what we're allowed what we can pay him right you know with the hours that we have like to give him and whatnot i guess so. like for you you had like mike uh, no uh, sorry you had dan, dan. at first and, mm-hmm. like, you guys like knew each other mm-hmm. um how did you guys know each other like from, we i've known paul together. since i was in elementary school like we grew big. up together so like you, it's, so, it's like you so, and downey so for me yeah, yeah, yeah. Tr- for me <laughs> yeah, i try to get him fucking in a few times for too. me shit good. let's keep we're gonna finish this combo and then wrap it up people are coming to the gym in like 13 minutes gotcha. i didn't realize what time it is yeah, I gotta be <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um um for me yeah see trust is a big thing mm-hmm. i knew dan prior i knew paul prior mm-hmm. dan on first paul on second connor who works here worked out here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I knew. I'm him. kind of waiting for that one. One of my athletes to come back. That's good. That's good. That could happen. That, that'll yeah. happen. That'll happen. It'll happen. Connor worked out here, so I knew him. I trusted him. Mm-hmm. Boom. Trust is big. Right. And then Matt Pierce worked out here. <laughs> I knew him. I trusted him. Yeah. So yeah, the trust. The trust is huge. I'll never 100%. forget the day we got we. We're looking at Pierce because I was over there with Dan. We were like, it was, it was kind of like, corner it, it was kind of like in that moment that you're in now where you're super busy. Yeah, you're trying to figure out. That's where we how, sit. And and Mike's like, yo, can you and Dan sit down and try to come up with some ideas? So we were coming up with ideas, and Pierce was here. He was a pitching coach only, and he was in here at lunchtime working out. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sitting over yeah, I think at Dan's I, I think desk. I was like, guys, the next three, four months are going to be hell. Yeah. Like, we got to figure out. We got to bring somebody on. We right. got to do something. So then I'm just sitting there, and Dan's facing this way, and I'm facing this way. And I just peek my head around. I'm like, what about right there, Dan? And Dan's like, Dan turns around the corner. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, right there. Right there. Pierce. And he was like, actually, that's a really good idea. We should ask him. And I was like, yeah, we should. Let's do it. So then that got the ball rolling, and it ended up working out great because he wanted to be a part of the team more. So um yeah man it's that it's that i was gonna say if if downey was more in the uh strength conditioning or lacrosse field he might yeah, yeah. Be, might be a good but choice the, but you know i was gonna say like even then like uh if you're an s uh i'm not gonna put this out there but only like only because it was downey like mm-hmm. I, I fuck with baseball heavy uh i won't say heavy but uh i fuck with baseball i like it from a skill standpoint it's dope as hell mm-hmm. um so i was like yo di- like i was trying to get him into the s and c side i'm like yo fam yeah. like we're only going to keep growing. Yeah, he you know can I mean? coach. He can talk to people. Right. It's like those. He can definitely like, talk to people. I was like, yeah. if you like, hey, like, fucking, we could be the CDSF of fucking down south. Like, fucking, like, yeah. you take the baseball side, fucking, yeah. like, get your people in because like, he works <clears throat> at a location. I don't really shout him out. But yeah. He works at a location for baseball. Um, and I'm just like, yo, don't take those clients. But like, I know you have the ability to fucking like get clientele. Mm-hmm. So it's just like whether it's them or fu- that, like, because they want to come with you. Or it's fucking like this new clientele that like we can easily get from like the Bethlehem area. Yeah. I'm like that would be huge. And it's if you know somebody's a good people person, they're a hard worker, they have right. a good uh, emotional intelligence. I'll teach you how to coach a deadlift. I'll teach yeah. you how to coach a <laughs> spike. That's yeah, easy right. shit. That's yeah. easy you part. really can't teach the other things. Yeah, the values, the values. Like the, what? Like we gotta have kind of like similar values because mm-hmm. if you don't value the same shit I value, yeah. it ain't gonna work. No. no, you know what I mean. And Not like, a, never gonna, like it's gonna. I don't want like that energy to radiate, you know what I mean, in the in the business in front of the, the athletes. So it's yeah. just like it's uh it's a touchy it's a touchy one, but it has to happen because like I'm at the point now where like I don't want to start losing business because of it. It's a know? good problem to have. Oh, it's a it's a blessing to have. It's a great 100%. problem to have. And like it's a, we, like we said, it's a sport, so we gotta make the adjustment. We always remind ourselves when we're in that situation of like, oh shit, we need more space or we need another coach or whatever. Like it's good problems to have. Hundred percent. Good problems to have. Yeah, yeah. people have had worse problems. Like I've I've been through like Yo, how do I get someone? <laughs> like, yeah, literally, like, how do you get someone in the door? And now it's just like, how do we tell people uh, kind of busy? You know I mean? <laughs> but, but, but also, it's like, how do I how do I hire another coach? Because that's really it. Because like, I just want to keep growing, adding value. Can't have that big ass Walmart just me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, gotta start building that thing now. Yes, so. sir. Yeah, man, it seems like you created a great foundation. Um, yeah, I appreciate you doing this again. No worries, man. I appreciate you guys. It's been dope. It's always fun, man. Just to plug your stuff, let people know where to find you. And uh, on Instagram at uh, the dot fortitude strength. Uh, on Facebook, Alexander Linder. If you're on still Facebook, parents out there, uh, email. You could t- or send that email at what is it? Uh, at the dot fortitude or fortitude strength at gmail dot com. Um, will not put my number out there. Yeah, don't uh, do that. But do send that. me an email. If you go to my website, www.trainfstrength.com, You could fill out the form there. Everything will go through there. Find me. Um, send me a DM on Instagram um, or. Look out for our training camp. That will definitely be coming through. Looking forward to touching uh, everybody best we possibly can. So yeah, appreciate man. you guys for the uh, the exposure. Yeah, lacrosse athletes, parents, check out Alex. And uh, shout out to your grams. What'd you say hey. again? Let's end on that. Hey, for those people out there, real life, one, one of those life <laughs> ones again, okay? For those folks out there, when you feel like something's going, like, really wrong and, like, really bad, and there's an outside force, like, inflicting that on you, understand, one, you have all the control. And two, what's the worst they can do? That's all it comes down to. Yeah. That's it, man. We'll see everybody next time. Thanks, Thanks. Alex.